The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I feel great. Very, very optimistic today. Well, that's, that's good. Very hopeful of the future. That's good. Good things on the horizon, Chris Cruz. Are you feeling good, too? I'm feeling good. All right, you don't sound like you're feeling good. Well, you took a little too much. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm dude, not there's so there much yet. to feel. Can I tell you about some inspiration? Can I, can I take a minute to inspire you? you? If you can't inspire me, you know what? I always welcome a good Oh, I, can, I think I can. Because I was inspired this weekend by an unlikely source. And inspired is... Chris Cruz that the future is bright, my friend. And? Ruth Buzzy Ginsburg, Supreme Court Justice, has inspired me about the future. So much good. Wow. If Ruth Bader Ginsburg can be that optimistic about the future, I too can be optimistic. Because, I mean, you okay. think about these progressives, Chris, and people on the left, mm-hmm. and they tell you all the bad that's coming constantly and how awful America is and how awful you are, right? Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the 85 year old narcoleptic justice, has inspired me, Chris Cruz. <laughs> Over the weekend, <laughs> during an interview, she said, I'm now 85. My senior colleague, Justice John Paul Stevens, he stepped down when he was 90. So I think I have about at least five more years. <laughs> Very optimistic of her, oh, Chris Cruz. No. <laughs> she, that poor little thing, thinks she has five. Very optimistic. No. If she can be optimistic, oh. Chris. Okay. Because she me. does not have five more no, years. Oh, but if no. she can be that optimistic yes. Yes. in the face of absolutely not having five more years. Wow. Five more years? Yes, yeah, she does not have five no, more years. she does not. By like, any stretch of the no. imagination, she does not have five more years. And that's not us being mean. That's just being truthful. Right. Exactly. That's my yeah. point. But yeah. if she can be that optimistic, I, damn it, I think I'll I could it. be yes. a little more optimistic yes. today, too. Inspiring. Yes. Uh, she's already hired uh, law clerks for at least two more terms. <laughs> I'm sorry. Two more terms? Yeah, she's gonna hire the law clerks there. Wow. Let me let me help out those <sighs> law clerks. Um hedge your bets. <laughs> I just go ahead and keep the resumes out there. Just go ahead and I should just, just keep go ahead. Uh, making con- networking. You don't yes. stop networking. Yes. You think you know, normally you're like clerking I for got a Supreme it. Court justice. Done. That's it. I'm good. Yep. I got what it. else do I need? No, no, you need to keep that. Yeah. Keep the networking. Maybe go downtown and go and visit the local Deadpool. Right, right, right. You know, and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you save all that money, mm-hmm. then you're you got the inside knowledge. I'd say this. I mean, you're already around the Supreme Court. You're gonna see other clerks from other justices. Mm. Right? So you go over there, you go, hey, Steve, Justice, uh, the clerking for Justice Sotomayor. So how you doing? Do you like your job? Do you like it? She seems great. I'd love to meet her sometime. Do you think that'd be possible <laughs> sometime? You know, and just drop off a resume, you know. Just always, <laughs> oh, it's just nice that she gets to know me, you know. I just, uh, I'm always willing to help out. Yes, I got a lot to do for, for Ruth, but, 
you know what? I could do so much more. <laughs> I could. <laughs> Try to sell yourself. You just go ahead and keep it out yes, there, right? Yes, yes. You know, you're kind of lingering around the cafeteria there. Or you time it, you're like, okay, Kagan's getting ready to walk out down the hall now. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, oh, good hey! morning. Good morning, uh, Justice uh, Kagan. How are you there? Uh, you dropped this piece of paper. You just, that's not yours? No. Oh, I'm sorry. I dropped this. It's my resume. Uh, you know, you should just hang on yeah, to that, though. Yeah, just in just case. Just keeping, you know, you never know. Down the road a piece. Is that your car? <laughs> Does a little dirty. It's a little dirty it's today. Little you know, dirty, I, yes. No, I'm happy to take care of that for you. <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg saying she has it. About, she said, about at least five more years. Oh, wow. She has about at least five years. I want her same doctor. <laughs> Seriously. Whatever doctor told her that, I want that doctor. This is an educated woman. And she yes. said, about at least, meaning she headed down the road. I have to have about, wait a minute here. That sounds bad. At least five more years. She's all the way to, how long is Trump going to? At least. Uh, you're right. She did the Trump math. I think she was in there. So, yeah. Oh, she could have done the Putting Trump math. Yeah, uh, four, six. Yeah. She does not have five more years, but very yeah. optimistic of her and good for her to be in yes. good spirits. Speaking of Justice Kagan, that may confuse some of you. You may buy, uh, know her by her, uh, her legal name, Justice Paul Blart. Uh, she also had some interesting comments over the weekend. Oh, really? And I have them for you. The audio is a little uh, a little hard to hear. Okay, but she was speechifying, long speech, and people are Q and A in her, and uh, she Whoa. said she's they were doing what question to her? and answer. Oh, yeah, the question and answer. Yeah, <laughs> that's something very different. Yeah. Okay. She uh, she apparently is concerned. Okay. About the politicization of confirmation hearings, that they're okay. so political. Okay. She is some concern. Listen to this. I mean, it, you know, from the court's point of view. It was a lot nicer and a lot better when everybody was confirmed by these lopsided votes. Um, if you look at my older colleagues, most of them were confirmed by those kinds of lopsided votes. Uh, Justice Scalia, before he died, of course, was, uh, you know, he was a kind of controversial figure. He had strong views on things, which some people very much liked and some people very much disliked. I think he was confirmed in 98 too. Um, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is another sort of controversial figure. She has strong views on things, which some people like and some people dislike. And she was confirmed something like 97 to 3. And there have definitely been periods where the expectation has been that if you have a certain set of qualifications and if you look like you're going to be a responsible judge, even if... Um, uh, uh, somebody thinks that there are going to be some set of rulings which they'll disagree with. The expectation was, nonetheless, the president was entitled to um, his Supreme Court pick. Um, uh, that appears not to be the case anymore, and it's, it's hard to know how to get back to that. There's so much tit-for-tat for tit-for-tat that goes on in these uh, processes. Everybody has their list of times that they've been wronged, the Republicans have their list, and the Democrats have their list, and they seem to be, uh, over time, ratcheting up the level of conflict rather than trying to find ways to ratchet it down. Uh, it's very hard now to get a bipartisan vote uh, there it is. coming onto this court. Um, uh, when, you know, uh, for, for Justice Sotomayor and for me, for Justice Alito, who of course was 
uh, nominated by uh, a, a Republican president. Uh, all of us, the, who, who uh, and Justice Gorsuch, so the, the last four appointments, two appointments by Republican presidents, two appointments by Democratic presidents, you know, each of us got a handful of votes from the other party. Just a handful. A bigger handful, a smaller handful, it wasn't much. And, um, you know, that's, a, that's an unfortunate thing because it makes the world think that we are sort of junior varsity politicians. Okay, so you get the the point is she's very concerned that our confirmation process for Supreme Supreme Court justices has become politicized, mm-hmm. and it's hurting public's faith in the courts. Chris, is it? She yeah, she's very concerned about that. Now in 2018, that she's been on the court for a while. Mm-hmm. Now that President <laughs> Trump has nominated a second a Supreme second, Court justice. Yes. yes now yes. that it's a Republican president. Yes. Although she talked about the politicization yes, of it, yes, she did. but she's now concerned that it's a Republican president, and she wasn't so concerned when she was nominated by Obama. No, she no. didn't. She didn't stand up and say, "Wait a minute, hold on a second. I'm not willing to serve. I'm going to recuse myself, take myself out of the running, because the vote is only." You know, whatever it was for her. She she barely got in because, you know, now it's like you get the majority plus a couple of other people. But mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, the 98 to 2 that they used to have. Mm-hmm. She didn't stand up and say, you know what? No, I'm going to make a stand because I, while getting nominated and now have gone through the process, have only here. gotten, you know, 57 votes. Mm. No, that's not right anymore. Mm. I'm just going to go ahead and step down, and I ask that President Obama nominate somebody else that will actually bring the Senate together mm. and get a 98 vote. Wow. She, she didn't do that. No, she did not. It's easy to be concerned about the process being politicized yes, after. after you're already secured <laughs> and you have the gig. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Imagine you're you're uh, you're being interviewed for a job. Okay, you know, and you realize the it's the way system. flawed in your favor. Yes. Way flawed, and then after you get the job, you go, you know what? This whole process has to be changed now. It should be streamlined a little bit more. Yeah, please. you could have stopped it right then and said, "Whoa, this isn't right." But no, you you still want the jobs. It seems rather <laughs> self-serving of very, Justice Paul Blart. Very self-serving. These are like the millionaires going, you know what? I make far too much money. Go get everybody else's money. <laughs> you could just go ahead and give your money. Oh, yeah. You don't have to. Yes. Yes. Uh, so uh, Justice Paul Blart uh, is concerned now. She could have been concerned then, Before. wasn't, and it's a little bit self-serving. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was interesting over the weekend. <laughs> that was. How was your weekend? It Anything was good. Fun? It was good. I, w- I was in Florida for a little bit. Oh, that's why you had to take yeah, your song back. I had to take my song back. So, mm-hmm. um, Doc Thompson, what is going on with the TSA? I feel they've gotten more and more cocky. It was unbelievable. They lost respect for man. They don't care. They've lost they, their fear. They've lost fear of man. I saw this lady just go ballistic crazy for no reason. A TSA agent? TSA agent. On who? On what? On uh so uh looks from what I understood, a gentleman forgot his phone in the aircraft. In the plane, okay. Yeah. He got a pass to get you know his cell phone. So he he went he exited the secure area, realized yep. he forgot the phone, yep. went to the gate uh, yep. counter, somehow someone gave him a pass yes. and he goes back through TSA. He goes he was trying to go back to TSA. 
Now, mind you that the TSA at this location where I was at this gate was down to one lane because the other one broke and they had to fix it. So now there's only to one lane. And the guy comes, you know, he comes through the other lanes that I know he's not supposed to, but he's like, hey, I got a pass. Mm-hmm. Sir, sir, you need to step back. And I thought this guy's about to kill us. Right. Because she goes, like, oh my gosh, sir, sir, you need to step back. And the guy's like, hey, I got a pass. They told me to, sir, I did not address you. You'll be addressed, you'll be talked to when I'm addressing you. I'm like, you stupid idiot. You just address him by yelling at him. Wow. And I'm like, no. And then he goes, uh, can I talk to the supervisor? Sir, I told you to go back. No, I would like to. Sir? I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You're yeah, that's, a just, that's just arrogance. You're right. That's just that very. And then it's funny because the canine guy goes, um, I'm out of here. I don't like drama. Because <laughs> they had a canine guy, and I was like, "That is so true, though." Us canine guys are like, "Yeah, we, we don't do it with this. We just want to go." Should you stay there if, if she was acting that way? Like something's gonna go down. <laughs> well, the thing about it too is wow. like the canine want to be, but I was like, and I saw that I was like, they lost fear of men completely. Yeah, it's just the arrogance. That's all. It it's is. That's arrogance. And then on the way back, it was it was better, but. I was looking for Flash because I really wanted to get pat down by Flash, but Flash was not working that day. But I checked in. Flash still works at the uh, Orlando airport. The guy that does the uh, 10 second pat downs. Yeah. He still works at, uh, oh, uh, good, good. at the airport in Orlando. Nice. He was off, yes, uh, on Saturday. So you can still ask for Flash to 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 touch you in 10 seconds. I, uh, oh, the guy's like, we're done. <laughs> the guy they were timing last yes, time. Yes, the guy was there. timing, yes. He's still funny. Uh, I'd forgotten until you just said it. Over the weekend, I was with family for a wedding. Oh, okay. Like family, a bunch of family members at a wedding in Oklahoma City. Uh, my nephew got married. And a uh, relative of mine. Uh-oh. Nobody, like, really close. Oh, but. But a relative, not like a sibling. Yeah. Uh, told me they have applied for and are going through the process and will likely become TSA a TSA agent. Wow. Which was shocking. Which really? prompted my brother to immediately go, you know, to look the other way when when we come, when we come through, you know, that. Yeah. And this relative was like, I'm going to be able to do it. And we're like, uh, yes. okay. Oh, my gosh. And they're like, I can. Yes. Because they, they don't get our jokes, you know. <laughs> and my brother's like. That's fine if you don't want to look the other way. You might want to check your bag every day you go through. Oh, that is genius. <laughs> That's like, genius. What? Well, you know, and those anonymous calls about things that you might have at your house or on your computer. Those Google searches. Hey, I forgot saying, my computer. Can you know, maybe computer? once or twice a year you look yeah, the yeah. other way. Yeah. How would I, they took complete? How would I do? There's other people there. Hey, it's hey. We've left it's it up fine. to you. You it's decide. Fine. Yes, you decide. What type of life do you want to leave? Do you want to look over your shoulder the whole time? Or do you want oh. to just look away now and then? Oh, that paranoid is going to kick in real <laughs> my soon. My brother just kept doubling down, doubling down again, and I was like, "Hey, listen, I'm just saying. You know, maybe once, twice a year. That's all. That's all." You know, you we, you scan the bags and you you don't see anything. You, know? no, you don't see anything. You, know, you don't see anything. Maybe, We're not uh, telling you not to scan it. No, of no, course, no. scan the bag. Maybe just uh, right as you look down at it, something distracts you and you push you the little button and it goes through. You, you know? sneeze. <laughs> oh, my God. You just went that bag went through. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, it's not like the standard is real high anyway. So just, you know. That is so true. They were so. And, and, and we just kind of left it. In That's <laughs> awesome. So they're like. Back to it. They're like, oh, one of these days, Doc and Doc's brother is just going to ask me to do something. Oh, and yeah. I'm going to have to do it. Know. You know, he's like, I'm going to oh, have to do geez, it. They're gonna, uh, I'm going to have to do it. It's family. Have to do it. They're like so sweating this. 
all the way up until the day they retire, they're going to be like, I was worried the whole Today time. Could be Every a day. day's right in the day. Anytime they see on our social media, they're flying. We're flying. You know, I have to take a day off. Oh, sorry. I'm Whenever I'm here. on vacation, they're on vacation. Did you, did you see the video last night that I did with? Yes, the back uh, behind the scenes. Yeah. Oh, you're here so late. Did you see the? Uh, did you see what made it on the end of the video? No, no. All the beer. Whoa. What you were you like doing? Six cases of beer in the. In the did office. you drink all that? No. Oh. So my brother. Again, we're in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. and my brother had them uh, brought in a bunch of beer from Cleveland Great Lakes Brewery, and it was at the wedding. So he puts beer, and then he's like, "It's not like I'm going to take all this back with me." He's like, you want it? You want yes. it? Yes. <laughs> it's only one of my favorite beers. I'll load it up. But I couldn't leave it in the car. I couldn't oh, do yeah. whatever until I go home because yeah. it's hot out there. Yeah. You know, and that hurts the beer. So I'm like, yeah, I'll load it up in the dressing room for now. So now I'm stockpiling beer. <laughs> Is there something that we should know that... No, no, I think you already know. Uh, okay. That's just my convenient excuse. <laughs> and now it's public record. <laughs> Anyone wants to I know around the, on the office, they're like, oh, he's just stored yeah, it there temporarily. It, yeah. That's it. So we're good to go. Clean. All right. Get the tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. Lots of stuff going on. Lots of interesting stuff over the weekend to share with you. Want to take a moment and remind you to sign up for your Patriot Mobile account today. Sign up today. It's uh, patriotmobile.com slash doc. And you also want to remember the promo code DOC because you are going to get a fantastic deal. $1,500 to pay off any past problems with any other. I say problems because that's really what it is with any other mobile company. It's Verizon, AT&T, and they're charging you high taxes or um, additional just, oh, those are other fees or services or random things that pop up on your bill. Maybe you've been buying a phone and you still have $600 to pay on it. Whatever it is, up to $1,500 per account. And you get a Motorola E4 or E4 Plus, just 4 bucks a month. And if you remember the promo code DOC, they'll even wave goodbye, the $30 activation fee. That is an incredible deal, stacking all of those things right now, uh, up right now. So imagine you need to get an E4 or an E4 yeah. Plus, boom, $4 a month. And they pay off the past one, $1,500, and they're going to waive the $30 activation fee. You literally are coming clean. You might want to check out what you're paying right now mm. and kind of compare that. I'm thinking it's going to be much better. Yes. Plus, they have amazing coverage, good customer service, and you're doing some good with your money. PatriotMobile.com slash doc. Please switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash doc. It's not sugar-coated. It's not fluff. It's just the truth. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Yes, you would think that, but let me share a little more with you. Uh, Grant B. Free Money. Grant B. Free Money. When your family applies for TSA, and it's a gif of, you're dead to me. (laughs) Absolutely. That would be my first reaction. And it was, I was like, wait, 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 wait. And then immediately I was like, how can I benefit from this? <laughs> well, isn't that how he's supposed to look at everything? 
Absolutely. Okay. I mean, they're not going away. No. Like, I wish they would. I'll do what I can to get them to go away. Yes. But I might as well try to benefit it. Thank it could you. be a couple of ways. I mean, not that I would want to smuggle anything through. <laughs> Absolutely not. But there are still ways to benefit. Inside track on TSA. <laughs> yes. We take them down from the inside. Inside knowledge. I'm starting to plug in family members. Hello. That can do my bidding inside Mm -hmm. TSA. You Mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? How about this? The family member crosses the line with me. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Yes. They don't need to know that we're related. They cross the line and I file a grievance. Gotcha. We settle out. Yes. Nothing's going to happen to them. They're going to keep their job. Yep. You don't get fired if you're in the government. No. But I can get a payday out yes. of this. You See what I'm motive, saying, Chris? Especially the TSA. How about this? Okay. How about because they're related with me? You mm-hmm. know, we uh, we do it once removed. They have an issue with you as you go through. Oh. See what no, I'm saying? There's no connection. And you file a grievance. Now, do we have to pay them? Do they get a cut? No, they're my minion. Okay. I'll plug them in. I know stuff about okay. them. You know what I'm saying? And remember, we just <laughs> that is so the anonymous calls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we'll set it all up. But there's ways that this will benefit us. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. You got let's be frank in PA saying uh, 10 second flash. Are we getting a preview of Chris Cruz honeymoon? I think so. I think. Too. Whoa. TJ Toppin. Okay. Now taking bets on how drunk Doc. How drunk. I'm already drunk. How drunk Doc is at the uh, show close. I don't think it's going to be any more drunk than normal. <laughs> Notorious uh, ten of Zach. I don't know. I can't read the whole thing. Uh, there is no touching in the TSA champagne room. <laughs> there Flash. is no sex in the TSA <laughs> champagne room. Boy, they have one of those. <gasps> I think so. Of course they do. It's government. I just saw a, a little breaking news. Flight MH370's controls were likely, quote, deliberately manipulated before it disappeared. Is that breaking news? We all knew that. Of course they were. You think, unless you believe in the aliens, the pilot did it. Come on. I don't know where it is, but the pilot did it. You don't have to play the entire game of Clue. You don't have to say the pilot was, uh, we believe in the conservatory with the wrench. Pilot, airplane disappears. Yes. Nobody else was found to be involved. It's the it's pilot. A pilot. Aliens or the pilot? Yes. Bigfoot, aliens, oh. or, the, or pilot. the pilot? That's it. That's all you got. I'm yeah. going with pilot. <laughs> I think we That's are. That's what I'm going to go ahead and lean with today. <laughs> By the way, are you still thinking that they're stuck in that island making fun of us? Maybe. Maybe. Is, is that still a theory out there? Larky Fark and what I learned today, I think this high-strung TSA agent needs to have a run-in with Doc. Ooh, that's going to be bad for one of us. Probably me. I think it's going to be you. Am I being detained? Yes. Actually, that's how I felt. I, I need felt to just yell that like that. At some point. Yes. I had to go through TSA yesterday. Wait. I wasn't flying. My son flew home. So I got a pass to go to okay. the, take him to the gate. Or... Oh, you could do that? Even though he's like 15? As long as they're under 18, yeah. You take Really? Your... Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. You take your son, right? Yeah, but I fly Oh, you with fly him. with him, I though, because he's him. so young. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you get the gate pass. And either way, if you're waiting for him to get off the plane, you go with him or whatever. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, he's old enough now. He's yeah. 16. He'd come and go like that. I just do it uh, for a couple of reasons, just because I can. Just kind of stick it to TSA there a little yeah. bit. But yeah, your little rules. Uh, th- that if 
so silly that uh, you can't go through TSA unless you're flying. Yeah. And I know what it was. They said, oh, it's it's for security. Unless you're flying, it's just safer if nobody gets through. You're not stopping anything there. No. You're not. The real reason they did it, they knew that this extra security that really didn't matter, this pomp and circumstance, would gum up the works and slow things down. And they didn't want people claiming that they were not efficient. That's all it is. Meanwhile, they hurt uh, business and um, you know capitalism at the airports and all of this stuff. That and made it more difficult that if a friend, if you got a four hour layover, two hour layover, something Frank can't come over, they can't come over because you have to exit security and then meet them somewhere else to have a bite or to hang out for a while and they have to go back through. Nah, that's a that's and a you're problem. you're right. It's like the amount of, of business you've cut off literally by just only allowing people with a flight, right? That makes no sense at all, yeah. I get the tweets in with the hashtag, what I learned today. What's the one you just uh, tweeted out? I tweeted uh, a out. war within myself, one veteran struggle for, oh, that was uh, uh, earlier, late last yeah. night. Yeah, that's an interesting story. Can yeah, it's very to- sad, that veteran. Very sad. All right, well, you can read the story. Hopefully, we're going to try to reach out and try to get a relative yeah. on to explain what happened, because we still have a problem with the VS yeah. with the VA. As well as the TSA. All right, more of your tweets the coming. Morning up. Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. A Democratic congressional candidate from Virginia, Virginia's 5th Congressional District, has called out her Republican opponent Hmm. for, again, you got a kind of heated debris there, right? Okay. You got a Democrat who on social media called out her Republican for, what do you think she would call out a Republican for? Give me some things where she'd go, oh, look at this. He's a problem because abortion, pro-life. Uh, those are that'd be good guess. Yeah. Uh, Second Amendment, like real big Another Second good Amendment. Guess, but those are those are specific issues. Give me a more general idea or philosophy that he would have that's a problem. Anything come to mind where you'd go, oh, look at this guy. I went through his posts and look. He's a racist. Oh, see, that's another good guess. Yeah. Uh, no, this was for his love of Bigfoot erotica. Bigfoot erotica. Does it have nudity with Bigfoot? Yeah, Bigfoot porn. Bigfoot porn. Ugh. That's interesting. This would have been weird a few years ago. Uh, it's still, wait, today, what? A few years ago, this would have been a, oh, like a weird story. It's still weird. I don't think it is in today's Are you world. Sure? Democrat Leslie Cockburn Whoa. called out Republican Denver Riggleman. What? Yes, Cockburn says Riggleman <laughs> likes Bigfoot porn. And can Headline lie? Cockburn says Riggleman likes Bigfoot porn. You writing that one down? I'm writing that one down. Okay, good. (laughs) Hey, I, Leslie Cockburn, accused Denver Riggleman of enjoying Bigfoot pornography. (laughs) This is what she, she, uh, she screen grabbed his Instagram account. Okay, okay. And then posted this on Twitter with along with the picture. My opponent, Denver Riggleman, running mate of Corey Stewart, 
Corey Stewart ran for uh, uh, office. Okay, okay. And uh, and he was the running mate. I just see running mate's a weird one. But anyway, uh, was caught on camera campaigning with a white supremacist. Now, she's saying that because she claimed that Corey Stewart was a white, a white supremacist. supremacist. He is not. Corey Stewart's actually a pretty solid conservative. Uh, some oddities in his past, too. But uh, for what I remember, he was a pretty solid cat. But anyway, uh, so she said he was caught campaigning with a white supremacist. Okay. Because she hated Corey Stewart or whatever. You'd think, okay, that would be enough in today's day and age and, uh, you know, call him a racist. But no, she then said, now he has been exposed as a devotee of Bigfoot or erotica. A devotee, like devoted to. Devoted to. Bigfoot erotica. This is not what we need on Capitol Hill. (laughs) So Capitol Hill does not need Bigfoot erotica or devotees of Bigfoot erotica. Actually, she said a devotee. Maybe she still thinks Bigfoot erotica is needed on Capitol Hill. As long as there are no devotees to it. Mm. Like uh, casual users. Because he was devoted to it. So maybe that's, I don't want to put words in her mouth, in Mm. Cockburn's mouth. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm just trying to clarify there. Please clarify. Now, his posts uh, that she screen grabbed Mm -hmm. are Instagram posts that seems like he is joking about writing a book called The Mating Habits of Bigfoot and Why Women Want Him. Mm. And then... There's a sketch drawing, like a drawing, a sketch of Bigfoot mm-hmm. with a bar over where his genitals would be mm-hmm. that says censor. Got it, got it, got it. See what I'm saying there? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Riggleman says, this is a joke. It was some sort of joke. And then one of his buddies uh, posted Photoshop. the same picture and mm-hmm. photoshopped his head on Bigfoot. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Right. So he claims that uh, it was just some joke and whatever. Yeah. She says, again... My opponent, Denver Riggleman, running mate of Corey Stewart, who was caught on camera campaigning with a white supremacist. Now he has been exposed as a votee of Bigfoot erotica. This is not what we need on Capitol Hill. Let me get this straight. Okay. A progressive Democrat is challenging someone's sexual preferences. Oh, my gosh. You're, you're challenging someone's sexual preference. You're claiming that he he's into this stuff. This is what he's he's a devotee of Bigfoot erotica, meaning he enjoys it. Sexual. There's a yes, sexual there's a, yes, an attraction to it. Yeah, some sort of sexual titillation yes. from Bigfoot erotica. Yes. And you're saying that's not what's needed on Capitol Hill. You're calling him out. He is unfit to serve on Capitol Hill because you say he likes Bigfoot erotica. How do you know he wasn't born that way? Oh. From day 1, his earliest memories, he just enjoyed Bigfoot erotica. You know, mind in his own business as a 3, 4, 5, 6-year-old, his earliest memories walking into the room, his parents are watching Harry and the Hendersons. Boom! He found himself flush. A warm feeling rushed over him. Perhaps he felt a little titillated at that young age and just knew he wanted to know more about Bigfoot. (laughs) How dare you, as a Democrat, say that? Now, her evidence is that Instagram post. Mm -hmm. Does she really think he's into Bigfoot porn? No. So this was just politics. Yes. So even if it's just politics, why would you call somebody out for that? That is true. If you're so welcoming. Right. So 
you don't really believe it and you're just using this? How pathetic. Yeah. And by the way, I'm sorry. With that last name, the last thing, if I had that, the last name. Cockburn? Yes. The last thing I want to do, bring anything erotic uh, into my realm of speech. Yeah, because it's going to sound odd in the headlines. It is very odd in the headlines. Do you really want that headline out there? Because you could be calling out this guy, but when people read that headline... They're like, is it better or worse for a woman to have the last name Cockburn? Oh, it's worse. Is it? Oh, Are yes. you sure? Yes, because at least the man has what the last name is saying. I don't know, but you know, maybe he steps out. Maybe he's got some uh, alternative lifestyle on the weekends. Yeah, but still, though. Maybe he has what you're saying, but he also has a reason that you have what you're, you know, maybe he's not the healthiest. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, uh, Doc, I've got this issue. What is Kind of burning. What is the issue? Uh, I'm just, you know, I don't know if it's better or worse. I think it's worse for a female. Would someone really share this if it were true? No. Okay, so she knows. Yes. She knows it's a joke. Yes. So she's willing to try to make somebody look bad over something that's obviously a joke. Well, Dr. Anson, is that somebody you want in Congress? Yes. We've also learned something in the last couple of weeks. Uh, People are addicted to outrage. They are. And the funny thing is, I'm okay with this. You're okay with this person? Bigfoot erotica. Listen, By the way, Riggleman, you have Bigfoot erotic. You know, I'm okay. as long as it's legal. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care if you fantasize about the Loch Ness monster and drag. Mm. If you don't steal my freedom and money, you have my vote. You could own the world's largest collection of extraterrestrial pornography, and I will gladly pull the lever for you if you stay out of my life and stop robbing me. <laughs> if you publicly admit to having Count Chocula bondage fetishes and pornography on your computer to back it up, <laughs> as long as it's not illegal and you can significantly shrink government, balance the budget, and massively cut my taxes, I will support you. In fact, if you could do that... I'll campaign for you dressed as Booberry. I'll sit and watch the Count Chocula bondage footage with you. I'll let you email it from your official account and still campaign for you if you could do all of those things because I don't give a flying fig. Half of these crackpots in Congress anyways have the most bizarre fetishes anyways. They have failed businesses. If we knew the truth, most of them are probably criminals too. And we're still getting screwed. They've lost their fear. You know they have this crap in their past. You know what half of them are doing this stuff anyways. And yet, they're still brazen enough to stick it to me and you. Yeah. Look at Carlos Danger. Oh. Anthony Weiner was the biggest a-hole on interviews. Yeah. He challenged everybody knowing he was doing things that were inappropriate and probably illegal. Yep. And yet, still did it. Yep. Above the law. That's how brazen they are. So, Leslie Cockburn, I don't care if Riggleman actually has a Bigfoot fetish. If this is just, ah, some buddies and it was a joke. Meanwhile, he's, oh, Bigfoot, oh. I don't care. This is a non-issue for me. Yes, I want moral people. I want upstanding people. But you know what? At this point, you know what I have left? Obvious and overt actions in Congress. I don't have access to their emails. I would like to. 
I think we should have that level of transparency for people that we put in office representing us. But we don't. So you know what I'm left with? Their obvious and overt actions as a congressman or in other public office. Did you lower taxes? Did you stay the F out of my life? Hmm. Were you able to balance the budget? Were you able to support those core freedoms of America? Great. You get my vote. Maybe we start with that. Maybe that's the first step in draining the swamp. And then we could concern ourselves of whether or not he's watching Bigfoot erotica. How dare you call somebody out like that? Yeah. And by the way, Bigfoot erotica, it is very profitable, Doc Thompson. It's profitable? Oh, yes. I'm looking here. These books, 20 bucks per book. Is it? Is that are those just books on Bigfoot or is it Bigfoot porn? It's Bigfoot porn on books. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. These headlines. Yes. The names of them. The name. Okay. I'm... I am so fascinated. I really. Okay. Oh, I would not mind. And there's 16 books, volume three, books 11 to 16. Okay, all right. Like there might be something in here. Wow. I think we need to start. You know, uh, ghostwriting some of these books. I think we could come up with good ideas. Uh, rule 34, right? Yes. If it exists, there is porn <laughs> of it. I'm still shocked. This is though. a very interesting. Yes, this actually, yes, supports our theory. And let's see. So it was uh, Bernie Sanders had written some uh, erotica in his early days. Remember, he did that showed yeah, like submissive women. Okay. Something about submissive women. I remember it was an issue during the campaign. And former Virginia Senator uh, Jim Webb, mm-hmm. and uh, presidential mm-hmm. candidate, yeah. had written some uh, books, and some of those had some erotica in them mm. as well, or at least some scenes. And people question that. So there's a long history of this stuff. Just shocking Cockburn would have a trouble with it. So, <laughs> Wow, such an odd, odd day. And yet it's not all that odd. It is not. It is not that odd. Oh, man. And you're right. Bernie Sanders, he read an essay. Yeah, there was an essay on rape, right, that yes. said uh, women have rape fantasies and yes, some stuff. Yes, by three men simultaneously. Yeah. Wow, Bernie. Yeah, it, guy still got elected, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, still got elected. People still crazy. And ran for president. And, and the people on the left, those progressives out there, that would be incensed if anybody. Can you imagine if Trump had written what he wrote? Oh. They would be nuts. It's well, still Bernie Sanders, so it's okay then. There's a record of him saying, "I'm going to grab by the hoo ha." We don't know if he actually did grab by the hoo ha, and you see how he he got destroyed. Bernie actually wrote far yes. worse than that, and that's okay. Yes, ah, he's changed too. It's like uh, Robert Byrd. Sure, he's a member of the KKK, <laughs> but he's changed. They've he's always changed. changed when it's yes, uh, progressives. Yes, yes, yes. In the last minute or so, they've changed. Yeah. Carlos Danger changed yeah. right after he sent that uh, pick to the girl. Next to his kid. The 15-year-old. Yeah, and all that. Yeah, the creepy school. Yeah. 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 It was fine. He's changed it's already. okay. You know, Bill Clinton changed, too. He yeah. changed. Yeah, absolutely. He changed. He, changed. he changed to something more comfortable yeah. as he seduced more interns. That's, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. You got me on that one. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. Thirty-three ninety-three. The morning blaze with Doc Thompson. 
been a struggle. It's been a struggle over the last couple of months to get in shape, and I'm always looking for some sort of angle, a little edge to try to eat healthier. It's about losing weight, but it's also eating healthier. And one of my go-tos has been, and I constantly rediscovered the joys of Minostalgia, Wild Mm. Rice, and all of the Wild Rice products. They've been a uh, client of ours for years now, and I'm constantly impressed with all the different uh, ways you can use the, the Wild Rice and the health aspects of it. Because it is the only native grain to North America, and it's almost complete protein by itself. It's got those trace minerals and vitamins. It's naturally gluten and cholesterol-free. Think about that from a grain. And the reason is because it's more of a seed. I'm not a horticulturist, not an expert on this stuff, but it leans more seed than grain. Mm. Therefore, you're going to have you know lower carbs as part of it or whatever and, and more protein. Uber healthy for you. They've been family owned and operated since 1990. 28 years of making edible memories for Minnesota's Northwoods. It's great, wholesome food. Most of it, not just the wild rice, but all of the other products made without preservatives. The flavors you won't find in your grocery store shelves as well. Some of those combinations of berries mm. and uh, you know the whipped uh, syrups and stuff. Mm. Awesome stuff. Whipped Try honey. it today at uh, blazewildrice.com. It's blazewildrice.com. They've got the wild berry jellies and syrups, the pepper jams, the beer jellies, the whipped honeys, maple syrup and maple sugar, the wild rice. And they have both the cultivated and naturally grown Lake Wild Rice. If you go to their, their website, you can see the videos of them harvesting it's it. It's so cool. I like when they hit it. it. Well, it's natural, too, because most of us conservatives, we grew up or have an appreciation for the outdoors and land. And it's just a shame that that's been Mm -hmm. stolen from us, from these people who want to worship the earth, Mm. as opposed to continue to worship God Mm -hmm. for granting us all of the bounty and being able to actually grow things. Thankful. Right, being grateful of that stuff. It's been stolen from us. So when you see things done the natural way, without machines, without preservatives, you know that's a good thing. And that's what you get with blazewildrice.com. They've got the wild rice pancake mix, wild rice soups and mixes. So if you're looking for something healthy and something good and also economical, it's perfect. Blazewildrice.com. Think about it. You get healthy food for your family. You get food that tastes great. And you also get stuff that's really inexpensive. When you look at the price per serving of the rice, if you're doing it right, it's great for you. And if you keep it dry, it'll last indefinitely. You keep it sealed, it's there. It's there in an emergency if something goes wrong. It's absolutely perfect. Right now, you could try all of the sample packs as well. Try them. They're all at the website, blazewildrice.com. I think that's the best way. Blazewildrice.com. Use the promo code TRY10. Try T R Y one zero. Okay. Try ten to get ten percent off any of the sampler packs. I think that's the best way to how to handle Blaze Wild Rice. Get a sample pack, then you start getting okay. I like this. I don't like this. I'm gonna get a little bit right. more of this. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Way. And by the way, they're seasoning. Have you tried it yet? I have not. Still, oh, it's a. I, I'm gonna make a commitment to do that this week. We have Chef Patrick do it okay. this week for us. I've gone away with seasoning. I just use their seasoning, and of course, a little bit of salt. But seasoning wise. Is the, is a couple months back, I uh, I had never made, uh, I'd had some of their soup mixes and they're good, mm. but I'd never made soup myself with the rice. Okay. Because okay. I love uh, wild rice, like creamy wild mm, rice and chicken. Oh, oh, yes. Awesome. Yes. That's a good thing for dinner today. It is. It is. Maybe this week, you make up the wild rice, make up a batch ahead of time, we told you over the years, and then make a uh, wild rice soup. Yeah. Imagine uh, beef. Yeah. And wild rice. Yeah. But I love creamy wild rice and chicken soup. 
Awesome. You can find all kinds of different recipes. In fact, they'll, they'll send throw a bunch you. in with you yeah. as well. BlazeWildRice.com. Don't forget the promo code TRY10. TRY10 to get 10% off your order. I Spy saying Doc has a blueberry costume and a Count Chocolate Fantasy. I'm okay with that. You're okay with that? I'm okay if I do, if you do, if anyone else does. I have moved to live and let live. How is this affecting me? You want to know why? I'm at this wedding, right? Friend of my oh, brother's. Oh, yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah, over the weekend. Friend of my brother's is at the wedding. Again, this was in Oklahoma. It was actually Norman, where the university is located, outside of Oklahoma City. And that's where my nephew went to school. Oh, okay. And my brother has a friend in from Ohio. But, you know, that uh, one of his BFFs and his son went to school with your brother's brother's son, my nephew. Yeah. I don't think your brother would like you to say BFF. I don't think so either. That's why I said Okay. All right. And uh, the guy standing there, we stumble on some political talk or whatever. And we were talking about things. And I just said, because he was a little more libertarian, conservative and stuff. I go, you know what? You look at all the BS that people claim in identity politics. Who the hell has time for that? Do you think I have time to care what you're sticking where? I do not have that kind of time. Even if I did care, I don't have the time. I have got enough stuff to worry about in my life every day. I've got too much to worry about. I got stuff that are that I can't even get to. Gobs of stuff. If I had four extra days, uh, hours in the week and uh, a day, and I had four extra days in the week, I still wouldn't get to it. If you said put everything else you're doing on hold and just get to the overflow for the next two weeks, and you'll have an extra three hours a day, I still don't have enough time for it. You think I have time to worry about who you've picked up at a bar and what the two of you have done with what sheepdog i don't care i don't have the time gay straight a uh, bigfoot fetish i don't care will you just leave me alone and stop stealing my money stop making it more and more difficult for the average person to go out there and start a business and put food on the table we're all out there struggling every day if you're driving to work do you really care i'm more concerned about the guy who won't get the f out of the left lane than what he did at home the night before. As long as it's legal, I don't care. Get out of the left lane. Stop stealing money from me. Stop trying to take my gun. Do you know what I'm saying? No, you're absolutely right. By the way, the libs need to hear that too. They absolutely need to understand that. I know their perception is that I'm concerned about what they're doing. Listen, I may think it's funny. I may think it's disgusting. It's not right for me. I don't care. You need to know that. And you need to start saying, you don't give a crap what I do at my home because there's this huge divide right now. Stay out of my bedroom, doc. We're liberals and we're tired of people trying to legislate morality. Stay out of my bedroom. Okay, great. How come you don't have that same uh, mantra when it comes to my gun safe? Yeah. You want me to stay out of your bedroom? Stay the hell out of my safe and my wallet. Stop making me pay for the crap that you want to do. Doc, it's a it's a uh, right. It's a civil right for me to uh, buy these vibrating plastic products for me to use tonight when I pick up four hookers and some dude. No, it's not. But how about you join me in saying maybe the government takes less of our money and then you'll have a little extra cash to go and buy whatever the hell you want. Thank you. You want to blow up Bigfoot doll that vibrates? Fine. Great. You'll have a little more money if Congress stops spending it on welfare recipients that are illegals. How about that? Ah, preach it, Doc. Preach it. Preach it. Preach it. 
You got Grand B Free Money saying, Doc continues the proud history of TMB support of weird fetishes. I'm fine with that. You know what? I find it rather liberating. Do you? Yes, I do. Really? I know my son, they're driving the car. I said, you know, when you finally get to a point where you just say, you know what? I don't care what they're doing as long as they leave me the hell alone. I said, it's very liberating. Hmm. Hmm. You know? Kathy in the Berg saying, so the history of cavemen is going to be erased now? Hashtag Bigfoot Erotica. <laughs> the history, give me that. Kathy in the Berg tweeting out, so the history of cavemen is going to be erased now? Hashtag Bigfoot Erotica. Bigfoot lives matter is all I'm saying. Yeah. And how dare she say that Bigfoot cannot have a world in the erotica world? They just want a slice of the pie. That's right. That's, that's right. What they want. And you may have to give up a little of your pie for Bigfoot to have a slice of the pie. <laughs> the Cockburn needs to know no. that it's okay <laughs> if somebody has to give up a slice of pie, just a little uh, bit of pie for Bigfoot to get some pie. That's uh, all I'm saying. Yeah. DMXDM saying, how odd that the same folks who believe in secular hope and change cannot accept that others have salvation and redemption. You're right. I know. It's hilarious. They are complete hypocrites when it comes to oh, this 100%. stuff. 100%. And by the way, it's conservatives who have honestly moved that far. Most conservatives, I would say, honestly do not care. It has become a much more libertarian oh, yeah. philosophy for most conservatives. Yep. The Morning Blaze. Sorry, we didn't mean to offend you. Actually, yeah, we did. This is The Morning Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. It's called Field of Greens and it's waiting for you at BrickHouseDoc.com. Field of Greens, a way for you to eat as healthy as possible by consuming all of those vegetables that you're likely not getting in your diet because you don't like them or you don't have the time, you don't know how to cook, whatever it is, you can get it simply with Field of Greens. Just go to BrickHouseDoc.com. BrickHouseDoc.com. Order the Field of Greens. And it's basically powdered vegetables. It's real food that you mix with water. Boom, drink it down. You're good to go. You don't have to know about cooking or anything like that. You just take a scoop, which is a full supply of, uh, of vitamins and vegetables and fruits. It's each scoop has a full supply, a full portion of those fruits and vegetables that you're not getting. And you just mix it with water or any other liquid, drink it down, you're good to go. It's a good way to get kids to eat their vegetables. Again, if you don't like vegetables, lots of adults don't, or you don't have the time, this will do you that solid of getting all of those vegetables. And again, it's not an extract or anything like that. It's not just the vitamins. This is the real deal, real food. Just go to BrickHouseDoc.com. We've told you about their um, um, Dawn to Dusk that we've tried, the 10-hour energy supplement in love. And this is another one of their solid products from BrickHouse Nutrition. BrickHouseDoc.com. Field of Greens. Try it today.
You got some interest in here. Uh, tweets coming from Inquisitor James. Thanks to Doc Thompson, every time I hear Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez name, I hear a little guitar in my head. Hmm. Well, I wonder. I don't get that. I don't no, know. No, I don't Why know would you hear a guitar? So she's not. I mean, is she a musician or something? I. <laughs> I, I, I must have missed the story. Uh, Maybe I, Pat said something about it. Yeah, I don't. He's talking about Alexandria or Casio Cortez. Yes, it's, I just don't understand. Maybe you need to some ear waxing your ear. Yeah, I don't know. Could be. Uh, it got some interesting tweets about the whole. Big for erotica. I just cannot read them. So just remember, uh, hit the like. I mean, we hit the like, so you can just go to our like side. Because mm-hmm. some of them we cannot, mm-hmm. we cannot read. Um, Al Spock tweeting out what I learned today. Val, Jerry, and Obama won't like this. And it's uh, a tweet from Netanyahu. What is about, the tweet? You know the whole uh, spying thing that uh, the, the Israeli found yeah. out? Yeah. yeah, it's a big story that Yahoo just threw out there about that. Oh, so he's kind of pushing yeah. the button. Yeah. The Bahamas are 91% black. Oh, yeah. China is almost 100% Asian. Yeah. Libya, 100% Middle Eastern. Yeah. South Korea, almost 100% Asian. Okay. Japan, almost 100% Asian. Lebanon, 95% Arab. Saudi Arabia, 90% Arab. Yeah, makes sense. Those are where the people are from. Right. Where is the outrage on the world stage? What do you mean? How come there's not more diversity? Where is the outrage? Oh. Where is the outrage that those countries are not more diverse? Yeah. I would say every second of every day, somewhere in America... Someone is bitching that America is not more diverse. I don't think you could probably a media outlet is doing it every second of every day. How can you get more diverse, Doc Thompson? Please. America is incredibly diverse. I don't understand that. Again, question. Bahamas, China, but just every country in Asia, the Philippines, almost all Asian. <laughs> the Middle East, Africa, all Middle Eastern and Africans, with a few exceptions, clearly in the 90 percentile. And yet, we hear nothing about it. We hear nothing. It's just America. Look at how horrible America is. I had a Twitter exchange with some knucklehead over the weekend when I was mentioning this. About what? About this? About diversity. Yeah. We are diverse. There was a story that says um, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Is getting together this week. A hundred business leaders. Elected servants. Okay. Members of a nonprofit organization are going to meet this Thursday Mm -hmm. to search for ways that New Hampshire, New Hampshire might become more diverse because it's 94% white. And that's okay. Yes. It's okay if New Hampshire, New Hampshire. or any other state is 100% black, 97% Hispanic, 98% Asian, 100% white. All of that is absolutely fine. It's fine if America is 99% Hispanic. It would be fine if America was 100% Asian, if it was primarily black. None of that matters. If you're somebody who has screamed about diversity and equality and colorblindness for all of these years, then none of this matters. Unless you believe that all of these areas ought to reflect reflect society as a whole. Mm. Will uh, Arvello 
New Hampshire's Director of Economic Development, said that this gathering they're going to have on Thursday appears to be the first broad-based effort in New England, maybe the country, to focus with non-whites. To focus with (laughs) non-whites. Because they're supposed to make up a majority of the population within the next few years. Hmm. He said it's become the bottom line imperative for companies competing for talent. Why? Yeah. like Why are companies? Well, companies are doing that because it's good marketing and promotion because you have told them that this is important. They don't care. Most businesses have the bottom line. Let's make money. That's what business do. Now, some of them may also try to do some other good things in the world, but most of them don't think that forcing diversity is a good thing. Hmm. They may think it's fine to make sure there's equal access and promote yes. equality, and that's fine, and that, that is true. That's good. But this is not promoting equality no. because they try to have it both ways. On one hand, it's wrong that it's 94% uh, white, but if it's uh, like New Mexico hmm. that is 53% Hispanic which is not any reflective of the national average. No, it is not. It's far above. Then how come we're not saying New Mexico? You need to bring it more in line. We got to bring more white people in New Mexico and ship out some of those Hispanics. Why? Because it's just about promoting non-white people. It's attack whitey. That's all it is. Because even in this article, it points out New Hampshire is only 3% Latino. Okay. Uh, guess what? New Hampshire is also cold. The nation <laughs> as a whole, 17% Latino. So their argument is we're 14% off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need to bring those numbers up. Right. That's what you're saying. That means that um, New Mexico is 26% off? Yeah. Yeah. They need to cut back. Uh, we're, we're, it's 53% Latino in New yeah. Mexico. Yeah. So how come we're not uh, banging that drum? Mm-hmm. You're saying, well, um, African-Americans only make up 3% of New Hampshire. Okay. But nationwide, it's around 14%. Okay, so we have to... And is that only by state? Yeah. Shouldn't we go into certain parts of uh, the country, cities? certain cities or certain counties? No, no, you can't do that because if you break up certain areas, that's also a, viol- a violation of federal election laws because we purposely yes. keep districts in place that make up uh, my, that are made up of minorities, minorities for voting power. Sorry, guys, I'm not going to let you have it both ways. Which is it? Are we supposed to ignore this stuff and just say equal access? Are we supposed to have quotas that say, um, no. The nation as a whole is about 17% Latino. Therefore, we need to make sure every area, no matter how you slice it up, is 17% Latino. Every county, every city, every district, every state, no matter how you break it up, 17% Latino in New Mexico, 17% in in Vermont, 17% in the state of Washington. Florida can only be 17%. Every county. Guess what? Madison County, Georgia. I don't know if there is a Madison County, Georgia. Has to be 17% Latino. Mm-hmm. Guess what? City of Chicago, only allowed to be 17% now. And by the way, it can only be 14% black. Yep. Every street in America must be absolutely 17% Latino or only 14 and only 14% African American. By the way, all of those have to be exactly 6% Asian. Yes. And if there is any change from this 
it must be adjusted immediately. Yes. No matter how you slice and dice any damn area in America, it must ap- absolutely be represented this way. If not, then you, New Mex- I'm sorry, New Hampshire, your elected servants, your hundred business leaders, Will Arverlo, the economic director, need to shut the hell up. You need to not have this meeting. <clears throat> sorry, it can't be that way. I will not let you have it that way. Otherwise, all you're doing is playing to the lowest common denominator. The very things that you claim to be fighting against, you're actually doing. You're actually being racist. And how, how can they not see that? How can they not see that they're actually being racist? Because it's not any of this stuff. It's the hand-wringing do-gooders on one part. Oh, we need to help promote certain people, which just means Whitey gets screwed in this thing. But it's okay. They justify it because Whitey did pretty well for a while. Or they ultimately are just using this for control, same as it ever was. I don't care. And if you do care... Shouldn't you also be able to live around people that are primarily like you? I'd be willing to bet that there's a lot of people that are black that would primar- that would like to live primarily around black folk. Yeah. I got to believe that if you are part of a community that is not well represented in America, let's say you're Asian, 6% across the board, anytime you go into an office and it is primarily white, mm-hmm. You're the standout. It's a little odd. Maybe at times it's more comfortable for you to be around more Asian people. That you're not always the all different person. Oh, you're the different person. I know black folks that feel that way. Everywhere I go, I'm always the standout, right? I'm always the one who's a little bit different. Sometimes it it feels a little more comfortable when you're around people that are similar. Maybe you don't feel that way. Fine. Shouldn't you? Based on all the values and principles that is America, shouldn't you have the right? And shouldn't all of us be defending that to be around people you want to be around for whatever the reason? In America, you have the right and should have the right to be whatever you want, even if that whatever you want is wrong. Doc, I'm sorry. Racism is wrong. Okay. People should have the right to be wrong. That's how I see freedom. If you don't have the right to be wrong, you don't have the right to be right. It goes both ways. Did you know that New Hampshire has a diversity task force? They have a what? Diversity task force. Oh, of course. Is it some sort of blue ribbon? Oh, it's more important. It's actually (laughs) a task task force. It's a media. Thank you. I mean, a commission or a committee. It'd be like a blue ribbon setup would just be a study. This is actually a task force. Yes. This is this is important. We got to do this right away. The the DTF vision is to increase awareness of diversity issues in vulnerable populations in New Hampshire through collaboration, Hampshire? advocacy, and education. Wait a minute. They're creating awareness? Yes. Increasing awareness. Increasing awareness. Of diversity issues because we're not aware of diversity issues no son of a biscuit eater that's all we hear about every friggin' day there's some story this life matters that life matters everybody with the chip on there we need more diversity look at any place you go today okay any business i don't care what it is okay where you work or any place you do business with today diversity and diversity awareness is going to be a part of some crap they have going. Mm-hmm. You're driving through the drive-thru, 
you popping through the Dunkin' Donuts this morning to get a cup of coffee? You stopping through the Chick-fil-A this morning to get ch- chicken minis? Boy, those are really good, Damn. by the way. You stopping off at 7-Eleven to fill up with gas? It does not matter where you go today. Diversity awareness is part of their platform because they know if it's not, they will get harangued in the media mm. and it'll be worse for their business. Government offices, of course. You pass a cop today, of course. He's had to go through diversity training and awareness. <laughs> it does not matter. And diversity training and awareness is simply anti-whitey. That's all it is. They're not saying to the black folk, to the Hispanic folk, to the Asian folk, there's things you have to be aware of. No, they're not. They're assuming they're aware of it because they're the minorities. Diversity is promote non-white people. Yeah. It's an attack on white people. And they justify it by saying white people have been on top a long time. Mm. I will be proven absolutely without question right i'm already a little bit already have been proven a little bit okay but if things continue if the demographic uh, demographic trends continue in america because right now whites in total are a minority if you add up all other minority yes. groups yes and one thing we talked there about there are more non-whites yes. in america today than there are whites yes and it used to be not even close even when you added them all up whites still had a majority and within the next few years it's quite possible, probably 30 years, that Hispanics, Latinos we'll will make up the majority. Yeah. Do you think then they're going to say, wow, we need to do something to help these crackers? Nope. Sorry, white lives matter. You were, We you, need to do something there. Nope. Doesn't work no, with you guys. They'll still be pushing. Yeah. Uh, women, in some ways, do much better than men. For the last 30 years on college campuses, mm. there have been more women than men, more of them getting degrees. There are more degreed women in America than men today. Where's now? Are they out there saying, while we are promoting women in America for all of these other ways that women are not equal, mm-hmm. in this area of equality when it comes to you know who gets degrees, we need to back off. No. Because we're about equality. That's what they always claim. And you know what? It's just not equal for the last 30 years that women have gotten more degrees than men. So let's go ahead and back off that effort. In fact, we're going to go ahead and make sure to promote men because we're really about equality, you know. If you do that, you'd be a sexist pig. How Mm. dare you keep them down? How come they aren't promoting this? Don't they always say they're about equal? Yes. How come when things become disproportionately in their favor, whoever they are, whatever way you slice and dice up demographics in America, how come those groups go, never go, okay, we've balanced the scale in this area, we can back off. We'll focus on these other things. Or we're actually ahead in this area, we can back off. There are certain demographics in America that do better when it comes to education. Have they backed off? No, they have not. You don't see the Asian community going, wow, we are overrepresented when it comes to uh, higher degrees, when it comes to getting into college, all these different areas. They don't say we're going to back off that. No, they just keep putting the hammer down and doing what they do. You'll see other minorities. They go, whoa, what's with the yellow guy? How come he's doing so much better? Yep. Because it's all selfishness. The claims of equality is crap. I support equality. But that means equal opportunity, equal access in the public sector, not in the private. You will never be able to legislate people's opinions. 
You will never be able to legislate and force people to like one another if they don't. You do that. You change that by education and leaving people alone. A healthy respect for one another without trying to hide who we are and what we believe. That's how you change things for the better. You are listening to the smooth sounds of the morning blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network! diverse morning show on the radio hosted by a white guy it's the morning blaze with doc thompson if you are unemployed and looking for um a job uh i have some inside scoop on a job that uh, oh, you do? that is open a job opening yeah oh well it's not open yet but i suspect that it will be it open will be open the next 24 48 hours really 72 at the latest so get your resume ready now if you'd like to be ceo of cbs why because Les Moonves is going to be gone within 72 uh, hours, I think likely 24. Really? He will not be able to withstand the latest accusations of hashtag me too, hashtag time's up. Yup, six women have accused the CEO of harassment, intimidation, and abuse at his company. Yep, it's coming. It's he's not going to. Again, these like we say of all of allegations. them are absolutely ag- uh, allegations. Les may be 100% innocent. And yet he is going to be caught up in this entire thing like everybody else has as well. Well, the court of public opinions will decide what happens to him, Doc Thompson. I have um, very little sympathy for him in this. Okay. I have a little bit because okay. this is wrong. Yes. But you know what? Less is a progressive. <laughs> what? Less's company has absolutely promoted the progressive causes, yet Less is caught up in something that uh, that he helped promote yeah um he's being accused what are, yeah what are the six um, different women six different women See, if it was one woman you'd go well maybe two three when it's six no nope, yeah. he's done uh moose is being accused of sexual harassing Who? them uh, moons moonves moonves i get it wrong anyways moonves is being accused of sexual harassment for describe him forcibly touching or kissing them during meetings hold on, hold on a second okay Okay, we're going to see if these are... Uh, uh, if this is wrong? Okay. Yeah, go ahead and see if... It, All right, here we go. It, give it to her. What's Moonves what is, is being sexually accused and harassed, uh, uh, accused of harassment for forcibly touching or kissing during business meetings, uh, also physically intimidating them or threatening to derail their careers, um, and... Another one goes where she was introducing him to a script, and he says, are you single? Done. He's out. He's gone. <laughs> it's really interesting. Now he's married to Julie Chen. Yes, the the chick that we all know of Big Brother. And yeah, she hosted Big Brother on CBS. Yes. and she is the main person on the Host, talk, the, the talk. View knockoff, which yeah, actually I think does better than it now. It is. Um, and didn't she work for him prior to them hooking up? I think up? so. I, I think, think so. she did. Yes, I think so. So it's really interesting to see. Uh, and by the way, if you read this whole story, and guess who broke this story, Doc Thompson? Guess who broke the story of the Me Too movement? Is it CBS? Uh, oh my gosh, is it CBS? <laughs> that would be awesome. Is it CBS? <laughs> Got something to report. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> just gonna. This is not me reporting this. No one wants the case. No one wants. All right, come in here, kid. I got something for you to cover. You give it to the young person, right? You do. Because you do. The, the senior anchors are like, oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm too busy this. today. I got some other things to Tonight recover. Tonight on 60 Minutes. That, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm Leslie Stahl, and I'm not covering Les Moonves tonight. <laughs> I'm going to Leslie Stahl this story. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, I'm not going to do um, Ronan Farrell. Oh, Ro- wait, he's the one who busted a couple of the others. He's the one. He's been leading, leading the charge against all Is this in the New Yorker, too? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Are there he, a lot of details? Uh, 25 pages oh! of details. Like, every single person that came to him, he has what they've done in full I gotta give details. it to him. I got to give it to Ronan Farrow. This is he the- has been on this, and I, I thought he was horrible on television. I didn't think he was particularly bright or mm-hmm. did not come across that way on the little MSNBC mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. And has broken several of these. Yeah, the big ones. And he's done the research. He's got, at least from a writing and uh, reporting standpoint. Good writing. Good writing and good research. Whether it's true or not, he's at least done his due diligence from what I can see. Because I read uh, the last couple in in their entirety. You haven't read this one yet because this is new. But um, this is becoming his thing. And good for him. Right, absolutely good, good for, for him. him. You know, because when you get to this point now, oh, yeah. people, people are just coming to you. They come to you. You They're don't like, have to. Hey, Ronan, I got this. I, I got like, it, okay. and, and they're going to give. They're going to do most of the work for you. And he knows him. how to do it now. <clears throat> By now, he knows. Okay, I just got to talk to these people. By the way, I just want to go a little go back to back in the day when the Me Too movement started. Uh, Moonves started and founded the Commission on Eliminating Sexual Harassment and Advancing Equality in the Workplace. So, wait a minute. When this all broke, the Me Too thing first started, Les Moonves founded the commission for CBS. Yes. For CBS. The Commission on Eliminating Sexual Harassment and Advancing Equality in the Workplace. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's chaired by Anita Hill. Yes. Anita Hill, of course, the one who made the accusations of sexual improprieties against Clarence Thomas when he was uh, being going through the confirmation process yep. to join the Supreme Court. Okay. Wow. And so, Les, mm, what's his point there? You know it's marketing. Yes. Look, he has C- to look good. CBS cares, care. right? Yes. That type of thing. But do you give him instructions like... I want you to focus on this area, <laughs> not so much this area. Yeah, he says... I want you to focus on lower-level managers. <laughs> he says, I think it's important that a company's culture will not allow this. Okay. The nice. Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. It's Doc Thompson. If you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Instead of punching a total stranger this morning, punch these numbers into your phone. 888-900-3393. 
The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Over the weekend when I was getting together with uh, family and friends, the uh, topic of veterans came up. We were talking Mm. about veterans and uh, how horrible it is for veterans right now. The mental health issues for veterans with PTSD and a lot of other issues (sighs) is... One of the most serious issues of our time, especially when you look around and see how many mental health issues there are, how many people struggle. And by mental health, I don't mean like even anything extreme. It could just be you need a little extra help. Yeah. Then as we start talking about that, I get on the topic of other veterans and what they struggle with. Yeah. And then I started telling them about Aaron from oh, EOD Fudge. Yeah. And uh, it's com. I know he's at that level of people. Is it people. okay for I me hate. to say that I hate I a veteran so. like this? I think this. it is. It is. Just I don't because, want to come out as insensitive. Well, no. It, those people who do so well that yeah. you're like just constantly show you your inadequacies. Even though they're blind and so they're successful. Death. Right. Such an amazing story. Good guy. But yeah, I'm hating him. I just hate yeah. him now. EOD Fudge. Check it out today. EODFudge.com. They have such great products. They do. The quality, and I don't know how else to describe it. I'm not a huge carrot candy fan but the quality as soon as you eat any of their you're like wow this is legit well, this is not candy this is chocolate chocolate is candy not all candy is chocolate i'm not gonna go there right not now. all chocolate what do you mean you're not gonna go there chocolate is not chocolate candy? is chocolate candy's not chocolate what's the difference in your mind uh it colors? doesn't have plantains in it no what's the <laughs> uh there's color in candy chocolate is just brown or there's black. other flavors and colors of chocolate okay white chocolate oh my gosh thank you okay and there's dark and milk chocolate that's They're what different I shades no that's okay not. whatever go to eodfudge.com chris is crazy eodfudge.com <laughs> promo code blaze and you'll get 10 percent off your order we really got some good, good chocolate not candy <clears throat> Lollipops and eodfudge.com promo code blaze. You'll love it. You got a couple of tweets. Al Spock saying, Remember when they gave Farrell the award for journalism before he did anything? Well, now he's deserving a Pulitzer. No, and they really did. You're right. Yeah. And the stuff he's doing now is actually pretty good. He, yeah, he, he grew into it. It's <laughs> see what you did there. He grew into he it. He really did. He's like, Okay. But he's done some awesome work. Even though, you know, we always say too many words, this full report of 25 pages is fantastic because it's all pertinent. It's all yeah. Good yes, stuff. It's, it's all information. Yes, and, and we just touched on the uh, scratch the surface of yes, it. Yes, we just did. We just only did. Did, did four they pages. offer apologies? Uh, I do has have a Les statement. said anything. Let's have a statement. He has oh, given hold a it, statement. Hold it, hold it, hold it. I don't remember any of these things happening. Did he say something like that? Is uh, that represented? Yes. I don't yes, recall. Yes. Um, um, but if it did happen, yes, it's yes. not what I intended. Yes. Um, I've yes. always supported women and the mm. idea of diversity in the yes. workplace. Oh, my gosh. Are um, you reading that? I stand with women and oh. uh, their struggles yes. and will continue to promote and stand with women. Yes. Is it something like that? It is something Let's like that. Let's hear the statement. Throughout my time at CBS, mm-hmm. we promoted a culture of respect and opportunity for all employees and have consistently found success elevating women to top executive positions. Wait, wait, I, hold it, hold it there, hold it. You might not want to put that in your yes. in your Me Too speech apology, yes. right? I don't think you want to put we that. We elevated them to top positions. Top executive positions. Exactly. That means they're not submissive, right? No, no. It's the top position. Yes, the Got top you. position, okay. yes. I, all right, honey. 
No longer you're going to be just a bottom. No. We're elevating you yeah, to a top, a top executive top permission. Executive. So that means did this woman get passed around between top executives? Not passed around because they're okay. on top. They, oh, they're in control, okay. Chris. Okay. Very different. Okay. So constantly found success elevating women to top executive position across our company. Does he remember it, though? I recognize that back in the day, there were times <laughs> that I may have made some woman uncomfortable <laughs> by making advances. Those were mistakes, and I regret them immersively. But oh, he said I. He didn't say I don't recall. He said I recognize I may have. I may have very similar. But yes, that's that's, that's a good workaround. Yes. Okay. Yes, but I always understood and respected and abide by the principle. Nah, rule. Okay. While I was doing this, I still respected them. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. That right. no means no, and I've never misused. Any, no, you didn't know no means no. Well, he said no means no. He abided it does by that. Now. He abided by yes. it? He made him uncomfortable, but he still did it. Yes, but he abided by no so means no. So it wasn't outright assault and no. rape. No, he touched him and they said no, he backed away. So he was just a creeper. Yes. It wasn't a rapist. Yes. Gotcha. Okay, uh, gotcha. I never, well, thanks for the clarification, <laughs> Les. I have never misused my position to harm or hinder anyone's career. This time, when we all appropriately fall Focus on how we help improve our society. Let's just get beyond it. And we at CBS <laughs> are committed to being part of the solution. Can we now put this behind us and I continue to make millions of dollars a year in salary still off of CBS? Fired? Oh, he's done. Really? Yep. Even the, after the that only, apology, the only thing he has going for him is that it's also a bunch of progressives that that runs the the yeah. on the board and everything yeah. is CBS that he probably has picked some of them. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the only saving grace he will have. Oh, I wish I could be at CBS headquarters. If right they now. can brush this under the rug at all in the next twelve to twenty four hours, he may hang in there. Mm. But if history is our guide, he's done. By the way, Ronan Farrow has exclusive August six. August 13. Uh, is there more? I think so. On less or somebody else? I don't know. On the headline that I, uh, that okay, I took out. All they need is one more graphic story about less and he yes. is absolutely done. So it says, report a large August 6 and 13 issue. Less moves and CBS face allegation of misconduct. So maybe more about less or it could be somebody it, else. It could be something else. Hope but it's not about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, my stories are already out there. They're already, they've already been exposed, all of my sexual harassment stories. Okay. All right, time to move along. Move on. Lathan Watts joining us now. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? Thanks uh, for having me. No, thanks for joining us. Sorry that uh, you had to uh, join us right after such a <laughs> salacious discussion. Of our awesome guy? Yeah. 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 Uh, Lathan's from uh, FirstLiberty.org. Everything good? Very good. Yes, we're, we're staying busy. Uh, we got... Uh, a lot of good cases that uh, folks will probably be interested in. I uh, would encourage them to check out firstliberty.org for all the details, but uh, on any of the stuff that we talk about this morning and okay. lots of others. Uh, you guys have a Religious Liberty Summit coming up today, too, right? Is that today? Uh, so the Department of Justice, yes, has um, called a, basically a meeting where they're going to um, – talk they're going to do some talking and they're going to do some listening uh, which i think is a very that good with, that's very not good just plan. with first liberty though right no no okay. it's it's okay. it's lots of groups but first liberty is represented there so we're very happy about the fact that the department of justice is making religious liberty uh, a priority again that's really interesting that is powerful the fact that they would even cons- i mean I don't think something like this is just marketing because they don't need to do this per se. Is this the first time or is this something that the Department of Justice has done before? Well, I mean, the Trump administration has been very good on religious liberty from really from day one. And um, 
this so this we sort of see this as a continuation of mm. that but um this meeting uh, we're excited about it you know we're glad that as i said they're making it a priority and that they're taking the time to listen to people who do this every day. I mean, the Department of Justice covers a lot of issues. Yeah. You know? So they're bringing in people like First Liberty and other groups like that who only focus on religious liberty uh, to listen to us and kind of give them uh, you know, our feedback as to what's going on around the country, uh, things that they may need to pay attention to. Uh, but we've, we're, uh, we're, we're very happy about the direction of this administration. And so the attorney general will be there as well as a bunch of others. But uh, Jeff Sessions being there is pretty powerful. Exactly. I mean, I think that says a lot. I mean, you know, lead, he's the top dog at DOJ. And uh, so, uh, you know, you can't if you're going to get somebody's ear, that's the guy's ear you want uh, when it comes to the Justice Department. Yeah. Jeff Sessions has been pretty good. I mean, he's a strong faith. I mean, for the, what uh, some people, even conservatives and libertarians may call some failures uh, from Jeff Sessions over the years. He's been pretty strong across the board. But when it comes to faith, he's been really strong. Uh, correct. And, uh, you know, one of the one of the things that he has already um, highlighted and kind of made a focus or a priority has been um, violations of the Religious Land Use and Institutionalized Persons Act, which is kind of a mouthful. We just kind of say our lupa for short. Can you give us a little more on that? So one? what that is is basically that is a federal law that protects uh, religious institutions, churches, ministries, uh, protects their rights basically to use their land in furtherance of their mission. And what that looks like um, – in in most cases, it's it may be a uh, a city using a zoning ordinance that says this is allowed here, but a um, church isn't. Oh, okay. Or uh, you know, a church has some property and they're trying to uh, develop it uh, as part of their mission, and they're running into problems with uh, permits, and they can't really get an explanation. Okay. Uh, sort of like a case we've got going right now in uh, in Nebraska. Uh, so there are. Um, more and more, seeing more and more uh, cases involving this around the country. Well, that's if you are somebody who doesn't appreciate faith, uh, doesn't respect it, wants to challenge it, wants to limit it for whatever your crackpot reason, and, uh, and you don't respect people's freedoms, you don't respect the First Amendment. That's a backdoor way to to control people. It is, and I, I, you know, I hope that that's not the case every time. You know, we try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I think sometimes it's just a little bit of uh, short-sighted economics. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes to like cities and the actions that they're taking, since churches and ministries are tax exempt, they would rather have a they, business that they, brings they, in exactly. The money. Gotcha. So they they think you know, well, something else comes in here. I got a better shot at you know tax revenue. But that's as I said, it's short-sighted because there's there's study after study. They even there's a name for it, the halo effect, mm-hmm. where it may be a nonprofit organization, but the good that they do ends up having an economic impact, mm-hmm. and so it's. And even uh, so, you have a, you have a right to use absolutely. your land. I mean, I mean, absolutely. aside from the First Amendment, you should be able to use your land the way you see fit. You know, so exactly. So um, he's been really good about that. You said, yeah, um, yeah. They've already sort of uh, announced that they were you know making uh, making that a focus. So. Um, I'm obviously here, not in D.C., so I'll right. be I'll be interested in hearing um, what our representatives up there uh, have to say about how the meeting uh, goes. I know that the agenda is for them to sort of highlight some of the things that they're that they're doing, but they they do want they've set aside time to listen to folks uh, who are who are doing this every day and see you know what else is out there. Are we missing something? Is there you know something some trends that you're seeing that that we need to be paying attention to? And the Department of Justice, I mean, aside from dealing with um, federal law, because this is what you're talking about at the federal level, sure. and of course there are local and state and everything else, 
They do set kind of a tone, though, too, right? Being, Definitely. Being in D.C., they kind of set an attitude for others. Exactly. I mean, you know, the attorney general is referred to as the chief law enforcement officer of the United States, mm-hmm. right? So if he is paying attention to this, um, that sets an example. And, uh, you know, contrast this with you know, what happened in the previous eight years mm-hmm. um, where you had the government, you know, in court with the Little Sisters of the Poor over birth control. It's incredible. Um, you know, it can it can always be worse. Yeah. You know? I mean, this uh, this administration, we've been very, very pleased so far with um, their focus on religious liberty. Which is, it's funny because uh, a lot of people, uh, when President Trump was running, then candidate Trump, one of the questions we had was how strong will he be on faith? Because he does not have a uh, background that shows a strong faith himself. I mean, supposedly belonged to certain churches, whatever, said some things that were odd, two Corinthians and some <laughs> other things, and you challenge it, but he's acted as he said he would act. It is. I mean, I think for him, it's a it's a promise to deliver on. You know, it's a campaign promise. Um, I think it it uh, rolls right into the, all the talk, uh, the campaign promises about judicial appointments, uh, because right or wrong, a lot of these issues are decided in courts sure. um, at the federal district court level at the appellate court level even the supreme court and i think he sees this as a continuation of that um you know if if even if it wasn't sort of a core issue for him going into it i think he's proven that he understands what's important to his supporters and he gets it done i mean that's just what he does mm-hmm. um and if i and you know he, he kind of operates on the, the premise of what well, i don't know this get me the people who do and let me turn them loose. Okay, go get it done. What's the, what's the Nebraska case you were talking about? Do you know off the top of your head this is yeah, a challenge to land use? It is. Um, Walt Hill, Nebraska, uh, you know, the garden spot of the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about 700 people live there. Um, our, uh, our client, uh, Pastor Paul Malcolmson, who's originally from Ireland, moved his family to Nebraska uh, a little over 10 years ago when he saw the testimony of a lady named Pat Phillips, who lives on the local Indian reservation, and she was talking about how there's no one here to minister to my people. And he said, I saw that, and I just couldn't shake it. And uh, eventually moved his family there, started a ministry called Light of the World Gospel Ministries. Very quickly, um, church started to grow. Uh, They purchased some land on Main Street for a a worship space. Um, Church continues to grow. They've outgrown that building, so they've purchased some others. Uh, you know, with plans to not only expand their their ministry space, but to to add other things. He's trying to not just obviously uh, minister to the spiritual needs of the people, but he wants to work with this community to help revitalize it economically. Because if you looked at this place, uh, and I would I'd encourage people go to our website firstliberty.org. There's a, a video about this case. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see some of you can see the condition of Main Street in Walt Hill, Nebraska. I mean. It, it would make a good setting for a post-apocalyptic. Uh, movie. Uh, it's either that or like a mid-eighties Melon right. Camp video. You know, um, it's so, not. You know, it's not. It's not like Amazon is knocking down the door to come build. You know, right. a bunch of business. You know, but it's interesting. He's so he's focused on economics a little bit too, which exactly. shows the he's whole trying teach to help, a fish too. Absolutely, he's okay. trying to help this community. You know, he wants to help revitalize this community in every way that he can, and the, his plans for these for this property that he's bought include. Things like you know a little cafe or a bookstore, um, you know, Wonderful. that could put some people to work. Yeah, you know, um, and he these plans were originally approved, and then the building permits were revoked, and he's trying to get you know permits to make some repairs on the property that they're currently in. He can't get that done, 
uh, and he's being stonewalled basically by the city. So he got in contact with us. Uh, he couldn't get an explanation, you know, from the city as to mm-hmm. why, you know, why all of this is going on. Uh, we've been in contact with them. Um, they'll have the chance to explain, and if we can work this out, great. If not, they can explain it to a federal judge. Wow, that's awesome. Did he? Did he contact you? Um, Do you remember? Yes. Uh, yeah. It's we get so many. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because uh, it dawned on me when you said that, I was like thinking of the process because I know you probably get a lot of requests. Probably people tell you you probably stumble across some yourself in news stories. Exactly. The process. Um, it's be it's usually yeah. It's usually uh, a combination of the two. Sometimes it's they're they're looking and they 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 come across us on the web. Or we may see a news story and uh, what's going on here. Let's see if we can get in touch with them, see if they need help. Awesome. It's a little combination of both. Well, we appreciate you guys sharing, and thanks so much for the work you do. Folks, if you have the ability, please donate to FirstLiberty.org, FirstLiberty.org. We're still selling the T-shirts for Coach Kennedy to raise some money up there. This is another example of how uh, groups like First Liberty are working for you and the things that you hold dear every day. While you and I are sleeping and working and worrying about other stuff, First Liberty has picked up the baton and said, they will go and represent us and those of us who actually care about the First Amendment at things like this Religious Liberty Summit today with uh, Jeff Sessions, Um, these other cases out there. It's not just the cases, but Mm -mm. it's all of these seminars and events and discussions that people have. You and I don't have to go do that. No. Somebody's out there doing it, and it's FirstLiberty.org. So please donate, even if it's just a buck or two, to FirstLiberty.org. Thanks, Nathan. Appreciate it, buddy. Speak your mind. 888-900-3393. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. Culturally diverse morning show on the radio. Hosted by a white guy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Get sleeve a coke, please. Tweeted two Corinthians walk into a bar. <laughs> and under a Trump administration, both have their religious rights protected. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I mean, that. that's really amazing. I even speculated on the air here, even though I did not. Vote for President Trump. Mm-hmm. I had issues because, again, I vote on track record. And unfortunately for him, he didn't have a lot of track record. And what he did was questionable. Mm-hmm. You know, I laid it all out there, took a lot of heat for it, but yep. stood in there. And I've admitted, you know, the things that I've been wrong about, whatever, pleasantly surprised. This was one of the big issues. And I even said on the air at the time, I wonder and speculate that he may end up and going down as a is a really good president for a lot of conservatives right yeah or just good president in general i just had a feeling that and so far from conservatives and libertarians he's doing pretty well yep you got grant i should not i'll read that one later uh you got daguerre bear saying how has quilt bag not made it into the tmb yet Quilt bag. We mentioned it last week we briefly. It briefly. Uh, yes. This came about on Patch. I think he talked about it on Patch. Yes, he talked on Patch. And then right, yeah. we definitely did it on the news and why it matters. Yes. Quilt bag is an abbreviation that can and in the community replaces LGBTQ. Yes. The Q would be queer. Uh, you would be undecided. Y- undecided. Undecided. Yeah. And you go down spelling out quilt bag. It's a better acronym. 
and that the only thing not represented is Two-Spirit. Yes. So Pat and Stu and I on the News and Why It Matters speculated that uh, maybe it should be Quilt Bag 2. Mm. Two would be the two, two yes. spirit. Yes, two Although, spirit. as I said, though, the T could also represent not just transgender, but T for two. Two. Two spirit. Yes. Uh, yeah, because uh, you, you're right, because for the acronym, it says the Q means queer slash questioning. So why can the T be trans B slash whatever? Because everyone's going to bitch that they need their own T and their own but Q. But what about the people that are queer or questioning? Because wanna... they already got to be in a G. And Still, an L. I'm questioning... I want my own No, one. but the queer also is covered under B, G, and L. So oh. they already got the double there. So maybe they feel like in total with all those. So if you're a lesbian, you're going, I got an L plus I got part of a Q. Okay, cool. But the G also represents it twice. It says it's for gay slash gender queer. I mean, we're all just figuring this out. This is the new world this order. We got to write it there. By the way, the full. Uh, but we're at least right there. And it yes. sounds like an insult. So I like it. The eyes. Listen insults. here, quilt bag. I like it though. I like Quilt Bag better than the LGBTQIA. Well, yeah, because they just keep adding letters there, too. Maybe Quilt Bag, it'll stop it, it's too. It's like a quilt. How do you make a quilt? You put different fabrics in. It's Quilt Bag. This is perfect. Oh, so you're saying from that uh, philosophical. Okay, yeah, how that. do you make a You bring it's a different patchwork. fabric. A patchwork. You patch things Although not up. all quilts are patchwork. It's really about the quilting. Oh. But a lot of them, when you think quilt, are patchworky yeah. as well, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. You got a, a couple more tweets coming out saying, Grant B says, the Religious Liberty Summit should be very short, Doc. They should just take out the Constitution, circle the First Amendment, and says, yep. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I really wish there was more intellectual honesty. That's, did you realize how we're missing that? Yeah. And defending somebody and something you don't agree with because you do agree with the more bigger issue or the, the bigger yes. issue. The bigger issue being the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. Listen, there's a lot of religious nuts out there that I don't agree with. Oh, I don't agree with them. The Westboro Baptist Church. You cuckoo, agree with them, cuckoo, right? Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> Cra- in my opinion, they are nuts. Yes. Insane. And I don't want any affiliation with them. I don't want people to see use my name in the same sentence other than Doc Thompson was ripping on him today because I think they're bat crap crazy. I don't like them. I think they're reprehensible. But given the opportunity, given the option and the only option of standing and defend defending their right to be crazy hmm. or seeing their right to be crazy infringed, I reluctantly have to stand with them because they're reprehensible. <laughs> or even though they're reprehensible because of the First Amendment. You have to. Because if I don't, then my rights are going to be challenged. Yep. Jared saying fudge, noun, a soft candy made from sugar, butter, and milk or cream. Thank you. They have a lot of fudge, and that's candy too. Chocolate and fudge are candy. No, not all not. candy is chocolate and fudge. You're messing with me. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network.
the collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I get the tweets in with the hashtag. What I learned today, it's at Doc Thompson Show. It's at Real Chris Cruz. I got uh, the Steve 42 quilt bag. Where's the K for Chris? <laughs> well, I don't know why would there be a quilt He's suggesting you're a, a quilt bag. Oh, I said the Q, questioning. Oh, okay, yeah, good, good, good. There's no K. There's, there's no N, I know that. <laughs> Whoa, what would there be an N? For naughty nurse. Oh, <laughs> that's the questioning. Oh, you know, is that, that what that's it is? That's questioning. Questioning yeah, whether yes, you're a yes. naughty nurse. Uh, TMB Supreme saying, who knew Chris has been quilt bagging for years? Quilt bagging for years. It just, it's nice because it's an acronym. LGBTQ is always like kind of cumbersome. Mm. You're just, le- you know, listing yes, these letters. Yes. I like the idea of an acronym for yes. it. And I would think that the quilt bag community should get on board. Yes, please get on board with this. I think it's easier. It rolls off the tongue it a little does. bit. It does. Right? And, and I actually want to use quilt bag more than I want to use LGBTQIA. It's kind of fun to say. It's more fun to say. it Because it, you're always like LGBTQIA. TQ and, and then they add other people. ones. Yes. Quilt bag. Yeah. Duh, yeah. Right? <laughs> I like it. Uh, M29. Wait, Doc is educating Chris on the finer points of quilting? Well, yeah. Why wouldn't I? I don't know. It's a quilt the quilting is a process. It's not just what it looks like. It's the it's about the stitching. Is it? Yeah, it's the way they spiral the stuff in there. You put the stuff together and then you so, quilt it together. So if it's not spiraled and blah, 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 it's, yeah, I think it's, it's I think it's about, in fact, you can look it up, but I think okay. it's about the joining of the materials the way they do. How you're putting multiple things like layers together and then kind of fusing them because you use that stitching. I think it's along those lines. But TJ again, Toppin, mis- um, asking a very important question. What is the mojo at Doc? Because I am about a 40. Oh, today out of fifty, yeah, it is, I'm a little depleted for you the weekend. You are. You I've look a little depleted, but but not horrible. Oh, I mean, Ruth Buzzy Ginsburg really brought she me back today. You? She did. Um, normally, I'd be pretty high, but off the weekend, funny, it's a Monday, whatever. Mm. I'm probably about a um, thirty-two. You're thirty-two. Yeah, better than half, but I'm on the right mm. side of it. You're you're low today. I can tell. How am I low today? A little depleted. You, you always do that. You're a little you depleted always, today. Oh, you're low today. How little, do you know how I am? Because I can tell. I can tell by how your reaction you to stuff or whatever. Look how triggered you are now. No, I'm triggered. So you're now. dropping right there. Every time you say that, you drop a little more. How are you feeling now? I am. You're absolutely right. See, like that's what two. I'm saying. I, that's what I brought. A two. Because you're you, not that low. And well, okay, now you are... <laughs> Somehow you have managed to graduate from Mojo, you know, PhD. What's my Mojo right now, Doc Thompson? Please enlighten me. I, I think we should move on because you're a little triggered. I think no, 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 no. Whatever I, I say is going to bring you down a little more. I don't want to move. Please I'm, tell it'll, me. I'm afraid it'll just bring you down a little more. Out of 50. Give me I'm a number. just trying. You I know, I'm in this number. for you. This is a safe space, Chris. I do this not. Is safe. This is far. See what I'm from saying? I, I say something nice, it starts triggering. You're dropping. Your mojo is dropping like a, a rock. Lie. This I, is not a safe space. I'm trying space. to help you. I'm trying oh, to help he's you. You're such a quilt bag right now. He's <laughs> such a hey, quilt bag. There's nothing wrong with being a quilt bag. Don't use that as a slanderous term. There's nothing wrong. It's just people are different. Hey, if you get a chance, go to itargetpro.com. Why would I go there? So you can get the iTarget Pro system. For what? So you can become a better shot. Why do I want to so do that? So you can protect yourself and your family. Okay. Isn't that a good reason? You got me And in. it's going to save you time and money. iTarget Pro system works with a proprietary app on your phone. You put it on your phone, and as you dry fire around your house with the little laser round they have, you'll see where your shots would have hit. Mm. So it's like going to the range, but you don't have to spend the money. You could dry fire wherever you want. It's like dry firing your house, but you actually know where it goes. iTarget Pro 
Pro.com. But don't forget the promo code DOC because they're going to give you a discount. It's 10% off your order. The entire system out the door ends up with the discount being around $80 or so. You got a lot of events coming up in the following uh, six months or so towards mm. the end of the year. You got the holidays. Stock up now so you don't have to wait. Mm. Uh, if you got birthdays coming up, other events, these make great gifts. And then you'll have it as your family gets together. You got uh, picnics coming up this summer. Makes mm-hmm. a great thing to use out of picnics. You can do some target mm-hmm. practicing and stuff. Uh, you've got uh, Labor Day gatherings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Boom. iTargetPro.com, but don't forget the promo code DOC. You get 10% off your order. Get the tweets in with the hashtag, what I learned today. Joining us now is U.S. Uh, a candidate for a representative from Massachusetts District 2 or 2nd District is Tracy Lavorne. How are you? I am really, really good. In fact, let's uh, get those mojo numbers up because I need Thank as you. much mojo going into this election as possible. Thank you. See, this is the type <laughs> of can-do attitude, Chris, that gets the mojo up. You help yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we, we only have two choices, so we might as well make the better choice. Tracy, it's difficult, and we focused a lot on Massachusetts um, because there's a lot of candidates that um, – Massachusetts has been pretty solid blue. A lot of crazies from Massachusetts over the years, but there seems to be a little bit of the pendulum swinging back. You know, there really, really is, especially where I am. Um, Massachusetts Congressional District 2 is really the central part of its state. Um, It's a very large landmass in relation to the size of the state. And in in 2014, when uh, Charlie Baker was actually elected, that election went into the wee hours of the night, and it was actually this congressional district that pushed him over the top as a Republican candidate. Um, we don't have a lot of voices in our in our state house, but the voices we do have, the majority come from here in District Two. Uh, even our our Worcester County Sheriff is a very strong Republican, and what's great about that is they're all doing fantastic jobs. You know that the, when they get in and do a good job, that's what spreads. And what I noticed too about Congressional District Two. You know, it is a little bit different than the rest of the states, uh, the state. When I talk to my friends that are Democrats, they're, they're what I like to call JFK uh, Democrats. You know, they're still conservative Democrats. And, and what we have going on right now is just seen as being out of control. Um, we're currently represented by a 22-year incumbent, Jim McGovern. And I think right now Jim McGovern wakes up every morning thinking about Donald J. Trump. And he goes to bed every night thinking about (laughs) Donald J. Trump and what his party can do to resist and fight and see him fail. The problem with that is I'm running against a party whose platform is basically... you know, wanting our country to fail. They want increased taxes. You know, they're, they're rooting, it appears, for North Korea. Um, they want us to get back into a Cold War with Russia. They want our economy to fail. It, it's absolute insanity. And I think there's a lot of smart people in the whole country, but especially in District 2, that, that are really seeing the stark uh, differences. So tell us about your background. Um, I'm a physical therapist. Uh, I have been for 20 years. I'm a small business owner. I have a, a small little outpatient clinic here in, here in the town I live. 
Um, for about 15 years, though, I was working in healthcare, clinical, and management operations uh, for large car- corporations across the country. Um, in 2009, I actually, for one of the companies I worked in, I uncovered uh, Medicare fraud and patient abuse, and I brought it to their attention, you know, hopefully working to want to fix it. Um, instead, they they launched a about a six month retaliation campaign and ended up firing me. Huh? That's and, uh, and that's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it was great. But uh, you know what? It really put me in a position like I am. I feel like I am now a little bit of a David and Goliath uh, situation. I went out and I. I Talked to different attorneys and finally got some attorneys to listen to me. Uh, they put me in contact with other internity, uh, attorneys. And long story short, um, it took about five years, but working with the federal government, I worked with the Department of Justice, I worked with the Department of Health and Human Services, and the Assistant U.S. Attorney General's Office out of Philadelphia. And after five years, uh, we finally won our case. Um, the company was based out of Canada, and they had close to 200 uh, skilled n- nursing facilities across the United States. And at the end of the day, they paid a large fine, and they divested all their operations here in the United States, and they're no longer uh, taking advantage of our Medicare system and our elderly And the best part about that story is my case really set the precedent for multiple other cases now that have settled. And because of my case and what myself and my family did, literally hundreds of millions of dollars have been returned to the Medicare Trust Fund. Wow. Wow, that's a fantastic story. (laughs) Uh, So here, let's break it down. What are your priorities on your campaign? I was just going to ask that same question. <laughs> let's break what, this down. Yeah, well, well not just campaign, but what's, what's the priority for America? I yeah. mean, there's a lot of things we could be doing, but what is the priority? What are the top few? To me, personally, I, well, and I think for a lot of people I talk to, is just to stop the slippery slope. It, it feels that we're sliding very, very much further left. I mean, you see what happened in New York. Um, you, you know, the, the left really is riding on a platform right now of open socialism. They don't even hide it anymore. You know, after Bernie Sanders, they, they really wear it now as a badge of honor. And um, that needs to stop. Well, how do, how do we explain that? I mean, uh, how do we make that argument? How do you make it in an area where so many people have been so brainwashed to, to accept this stuff over the years? I believe it has to be explained in terms that and, and ideas that they understand. For example, they always say, stay out of my bedroom, doc. Okay, great. I, I don't care who you're sleeping with, marrying, whatever. I don't want the government uh, you know, telling me what I can't do. And I think if we explain that, it helps. So fine, you want me to stay out of your bedroom? I will. Stay out of my gun safe. Does that make sense? Oh, completely. I I think um, especially working with uh, the millennial generation and and even younger kids, I mean, more than ever, that's a generation that says just that. You cannot tell me what to do. They love that thing. You can't tell me to get up out of bed. (laughs) Right, right, right. You can't tell me to go to work. Um, So using that, if that's your mantra, then how in the world are you going to support a government that that's exactly what they're going to do, is tell you exactly what to do, how to do it, when. And and I think that's a very big message, especially for that generation. 
So what would, uh, if uh, if you end up getting elected, uh, and by the way, have, have you gone through the primary or did you get the nomination? Um, there is a primary on September 4th. We're really confident going into this primary. Okay. Um, but you know what? That's the hardest part. You know, you're a Republican and there's this perception of, of being locked into the blue state of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I tell people that. And even here, you know, I get a little bit of a, an eye roll. <laughs> but then I tell them the numbers. You know, I'm, in, in 2016, in this presidential election, 175,000 people voted for change. Um, the majority of those voted for Donald Trump, but quite a few of them either left it blank or wrote in a name or voted for Jill Stein. So we had 175,000 voters vote for change in 2016. On the high end, we're looking at about 300,000 voters coming out uh, in November. It'll probably be even less than that. If that's the case, to win this election, we need 153,000 votes. We have the numbers. We just have to get the message out there that we're finally going to have a choice. Uh, Jim McGovern has been the representative for 22 years. (laughs) Nobody has ever ran against him in District 2. When they redistricted in 2010, he has never had a candidate. So I'm fighting a a situation right now where some people don't even know what district they're in. Wow. Because they haven't even had an opportunity to, to have a choice. Um, fundraising has been r- really hard. <laughs> it know? is. It's, it's it, such a challenge. People have no idea until they get there. They, they have no idea. And honestly, my campaign, we are doing so great with the most minimal resources you're ever going to see. Um, and you know what? I think that's what people want. We speak out of both sides of our face. We want money out of politics. Yet without money, how are you supposed to do this? Exactly. Yeah, most you know, uh, most people recognize money in politics is a problem, and we get into some, you know, con, um, some constitutional challenges like Citizens United. But that aside, you're right. We all know that that's the dance we have to do, and nobody likes it. So there's, I, I don't know what the answer is. Well, you know what? I always I tell people this story: to do one mailer throughout my district would cost me about forty five to fifty thousand dollars. To run a very, you know, a good campaign, I should do six strategically placed mailers, which would mean I would need $300,000 just for junk mail. Wow. And let's wow. not forget, incumbents, because of their franking privileges, get to mail stuff for free. I mean, not campaign stuff, mind you, Tracy. No. It's all no, official have, representatives, you know, what they've I done. Have, I have hanging up in my office right now my postcard from our current congressman, uh, inviting me to coffee with the congressman. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. on the uh-huh. very bottom, it says, this mailing was prepared, published, and mailed at taxpayer expense. Right. Wow. Well, and that's certainly acceptable because he's not using that to campaign. He no. just wants no. you to, no. you know, hear your ideas. Yes. And such. <laughs> it's really interesting because uh, uh, Tracy, Jim has about $490,000 cash on hand as of the last reporting from the FEC. Well, and, yeah, and once you've been in there that so was, long, too, you just stockpile this. So if you don't have any challengers, you just roll that into the next election. Mm-hmm. And that was before. He, he just had his big fundraiser about two weeks ago. So I'm sure that number doubled in, oh, yeah. in two days. You know? Wow. And, and his big thing even now is he's raising money for other candidates. 
you know, I'm not even a blip okay. on his screen. You know, that that, so, that arrogance right there just set me off. I oh, was yeah. like, oh, that by itself, <laughs> you Aaron. All right, Tracy, how can people find out more for you, about you? You know what? I, I have my website. It's uh, tracyforcongress.com. It's T-R-A-C-Y-F-O-R. So tracyforcongress.com. Uh, the biggest thing I have is between my website and, of course, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook is Tracy LaVorne. It's L-O-V-V-O-R-N. Tracy LaVorne for Congress. And then, of course, Twitter at Tracy number four. Tracy for Congress. All right. What we'll do is we'll uh, post links to our social media so people can find out more. Uh, Keep us posted. We wish you the best of luck. I sure need it. And like I said, there's such a chance here. And the first revolution started here in Massachusetts. The second one can as well. Nice. Nicely done, Tracy. Appreciate it. Tracy LaVorne. It's Tracy4Congress.com. Wow, that is so frustrating. She's right about that. We say that about the money and and the stupid dance we do. No, no, this isn't campaigning. This is me reaching to the constituents so they know know what I'm doing for them and whatever out here, whatever. And the... The arrogance at the bottom. This was paid for. Well, by that's the, that's the legal thing yes, they have legal, to yes, put. But that uh, is such a slap in the face. Well, it is, but I mean, they have to put that. But you'll notice they can't campaign. They no, can't say vote no, for me this no. fall. But the whole purpose of that. This is the problem with incumbents. We will talk to most people in Congress today because they're actually they're doing something and their vote matters. So pick a congressperson if they want to come on just about any program and say. You know, here's my issue with Trump, or here's why I support Trump, or here's what's going on with immigration. We're going to talk to him because they're a vote. Yes. They're there. They're yes. doing it. But of course, you know, you can't use that name recognition for camp. It, the line immediately gets blurred. They get all of this free publicity. That's the reason some of them in Congress that have been there a long time are the media whores. Yeah. I mean, they get it. Chuck Schumer, media oh, whore. Pelosi. I mean, if the cameras are there, they're like, oh. Uh, Waters. Right. It becomes a joke in Congress, <laughs> the ones that are the biggest oh. media whores, but it ends up benefiting yes. them. Yes, it does. Because they, they spend, you know, two or six years for building their brand and their name. So by the time you get down to the election, they don't have to do anything. So mm-hmm. frustrating. Use WaxRx is uh, uh, the website for the WaxRx system, helping you effectively and efficiently and safely clean the earwax out of your ears or your family's ears. Get the system today again at usewaxrx.com. The promo code you need to remember for this is radio to get it chipped to your house for free. Mm. It's usewaxrx. We've told you about the system, the three steps. You've got the ear drops that soften the wax. You've got the pump that's designed by doctors to safely and effectively and efficiently uh, kind of flush that out. And then you've got the pH balance rinse that leaves your ears soft and supple. It's all at usewaxrx.com. Promo code radio. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. with Doc Thompson. 888-900-3393. Tweets now. Hashtag what I learned today. It's at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. Catch a P.U. saying Doc's... Doc is the Mojo Whisperer. I am. Can you confirm that you are the Mojo Whisperer? I am. And what powers made you the Mojo Whisperer? 
I don't know where this gift came from, Chris. Okay. I believe it's divine intervention. It is was it? divinely okay. given to me, but it is a blessing. Guess it's me- also a curse, though. Okay. It is a curse. Guess leave a coke, please, saying, if a candidate can do so well with limited resources, hire her. That is no, so you're true. right, and I actually respect that. that. Yes. I, I have to say, it is a personal affront to me, even if I have no financial skin in the game, when people waste money. Yeah. And it's, I can't go into grocery stores yeah. without seeing or uh, other businesses, 7-Eleven, whatever, a restaurant, and, and see them wasting and it not okay. not bother me. If yeah. I see employees not working, yeah. again, it n- doesn't affect me, yeah. like, you know, the customer service, but I just but see them. Deep inside, I'm just like, you're like, what are you doing? Why? Yeah. No, and then I, I look at the business. I'm like, why aren't you, you know, doing what you should do? Yeah. I don't think you're the only one. I think a lot of people... You know, do that. Uh, tax enough saying quilt bag will not be accepted by their community. Lesbians will never agree to give up their position in the growing LGBTQ UIXYZ239. Right, nine, because they get top billing. And who made them the top billing? Seriously. I know why. Why? The, the LGBT community gave them top billing. Why? Because they were afraid of them. Oof. I can, yeah, okay, I'm going to stop myself there because I, LGBTQ, yep, yep. you got to fight one of them, random, and there are exceptions mm, and differences, but if I just said, Chris, mm, I've got a bunch of doors here, there's an mm, L, there's a B, there's a D, there's one behind him, you got to fight one of them. Mm, who are you, who are you least likely to fight? I'm not going to You got to get in the ring in there, could be exceptions, okay. but who are you least likely to I'm fight? I'm not going to fight the L. That's right. Then probably the T. The T. Oh, definitely not the T. Because we don't know. It could be going either way. The it T could, got whatever. too much testosterone going through their bodies. We don't know. They could be transitioning the other way. Still, I feel like it's, it's either way if they're transitioning or. And how come the T is only is, is only represents one? Shouldn't there be two T's for trans for people transitioning one way than the other? No, transition covers both ways. Then how can we have an L and a G? True, that does. And then the Q like really that. covers them. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, they get top billing because everyone's can afraid they're going to get their ass kicked by the lesbian. Can we just call them people? See, that's how I call them. Can we just call them? That's people? what I call them. You call them people and freaks. One of the, I mean, mainly, mainly people. Does <laughs> mainly people, people stand something? Sometimes freaks. Okay. Sometimes just you know whatever. So yeah, but you see what I'm saying? So the L gets the L and the G. Yes. And the Q if they want. It, yes. Right. Possibly the B, but that usually means you know whatever. So they get three, but the G only gets the G and the Q. Yes. Because G is so you could say, look at that chick, she's gay. Yes. She's a lesbian. Yes. She's queer. Boom. Yes. You look at the man and you can go look at him. He's, uh, he's gay. gay. And you can look at him and say he's queer. Yeah. And you can look and say, Les- no. No. Mm. Why did they get three? Also, mm. people afraid of them. <laughs> I love Doc's tiny sack saying, it takes a physical therapist to get Massachusetts head out of his own butt. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way. Imagine your campaign slogan. <laughs> I had to censor that. Go look at his Twitter handle. He says it more. We'll retweet it. Yes. We'll, a little more colorful. No. No, we're not. Okay, no, we can't even you're gonna have to find that one yes, yourself. Yes, you have to find that Who one yourself. Uh, I love Doc's tiny sack. Okay, very so good. You have to find that one yourself. I can't even like it or retweet it. If you're struggling to get healthy with weight loss, like I have been, and Chris still is, 
Yes. You got to try the Riduzone. It's going to make your life a lot easier. This is new, and we guarantee you this is going to work because we've seen it work for so many people, including ourselves. Riduzone.com. I don't like the name, but I love the product because it gives you that full feeling. It makes you feel full, so you're not craving food the same way, and I experienced it over the weekend. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I had the wedding stuff and the rehearsal dinner, the wedding. They had like six different types of meat. Oh. They had brisket. And chicken and chicken fingers, then whatever. Oh, it was loaded. And I didn't. And they had they had cake. The wedding cake was like six or seven different flavors, individual cakes, whatever. Was legit. And because of Riduzone helps me and other people just kind of stay away from some of those things and boost your metabolism. Yes, works. Try Riduzone. Listen, I know, I know what it's like. I've been there. I'm there all the time. Stop screwing around. Go to RidUZone.com and order a supply today. Start it immediately. And who knows, by Labor Day, you could be down 10, 20 pounds. Thank you. It could work that quick for you. Results vary, of course, by the amount of weight loss based on you and you know your physical stature. But this try it today. Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Because HR said we had to. So, it's the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I have to get to her. I have to talk about that nutty socialist chick who's running for Congress. Who? I ha- the, the chick who's running for Congress. The, uh, yeah, New we just York talked Ford. to her. Uh, Tracy? No, 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 no. no. Not, she's not nutty. She's running in Massachusetts. Oh, normal. Okay. That nutty, what is she, 12-year-olds? I thought you had to be 25 to run. I thought so, too. The socialist. Uh, oh, my gosh. Alexandria oh, Ocasio-Cortez. Ocasio. Yes. That's the one. Yeah, I got to talk about her because there was a whole bunch. She is all over the place. I think it's getting to her. You think it's starting to? I think it's starting. I think I see a crack on her... Uh, Oh, what? No, what? What? You can't do that. What? I didn't say anything. You can't do that. I did not say anything. Uh, I yield my time back to uh, <laughs> Thompson because I completely lost it. Okay, let's I yield just my move time on. back. I have some quotes from her so we much. have to get to, and we have some of her supporters that we have to get to as well. But first, let me pause and regroup. See, Please. I brought your mojo up a little bit. You did. You did. You did. You did. Pause a moment yes. and uh, remind people about Balm Shot. What oh. a fantastic product, Balm Shot. Did you have any trouble at the airport this week? I did weekend? not have any trouble did at the airport. Did you take some through? I did take some through, but I did run into somebody. I don't know how, but I ran to somebody at Disney over the weekend, mm-hmm. and they told me Balm Shot got taken away at, the, at Disney. At Disney? At Disney. <clears> hmm. <throat> so... Just be advised. Be advised, be advised that it's a possibility. That you could lose your bomb shot if you go to Disney World. It may happen. And it I'm sure happen. it's there's no uh, hard and fast rule for it. No. It just happens. But we know some people don't get it. You yes. can get it at bombshot.com. It's lip balm in a better container, in a better applicator. And the applicator looks like a shotgun shell. Because Wayne, the guy who invented it, said, huh, I need a better applicator, one that won't open in my pocket like, pocket like all those other um, oh, yeah. ap, um, uh, balms, lip balms. And... 
what can I use? What can I use? Huh, shotgun shell. That's about huh. the right size. That I like the work. way it looks. And still got the metal uh, ring at the mm-hmm. bottom or the cap at the bottom. It's still got the grooves all the way up. It works great. And the lip balm's really good quality. Good guy and a great product at balmshot.com. Balm like lip balm, shot like shotgun shell, balmshot.com. Now, special order for you or special deal for it if you order two, three, or four and you remember to use the promo code DOC. They're going to throw in an extra one for you for free. Yeah, they'll throw one for free. They'll give you free shipping. That is if you use the promo code DOC. Yep. And if you order six, boom, they're going to give you a ball cap. Yep, a bomb shot official ball cap. Love it, love it, love it. Balmshot.com. Great company. You can also look for them in uh, 3,000 stores nationwide, but we're really trying to build Go up online. that website for yeah. them because you get the extra little deal. Yes. Balmshot.com. Try it today. All right. Back to that nutty chick who's running for Congress from uh, New York's 14th, and that would be Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Her supporters were asked by the group at Campus Reform. Quick side note. Love the groups at the group at Campus Thank Reform. Thank you, guys. They do such a good job. Yes. Uh, holding people's feet to the fire. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people on college campuses that have just fallen into the trap of repeating things they've heard. So they go there and they said, hey, you're all a bunch of young socialists. Do you like that uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? And they, uh, oh, love her. Even her up with a spoon. Just love her. Love her to pieces. Just love her. And they said, so you do support her? Yes. And you support socialism? Yeah. Democratic socialism. Okay, great. <laughs> and she wants all of this free stuff. And you support, like, health is a, uh, healthcare is a right. Absolutely. And housing is a right. Yes, yes, yes. How do you pay for it? I haven't gotten to those talking points yet. I don't know. So it seems to me that her supporters cannot explain to you how actually to pay for socialism. They can't quite explain what? it. What? Yeah, here is this. Here it is. The interviews from Campus Reform. People tend to freak out when they hear the word socialism, like applied to anything. Um, and why do you think that is? I think there's this old way of thinking about it. What do you think the government should be subsidizing? Um, so her platform includes um, free health care, college tuition, minimum living wage, housing as a human right. Are those things that you think the government should be providing for people? Absolutely. Uh, are those things that you would support? Yes, it is. Are those all things that you would support the government subsidizing? 100%. I feel like everyone should have like um, free um, education and health care. How are we going to pay for those? Oh, God. I mean... Us. Us, you I know. guess. Yeah. Who, in your mind, should pay for all of the free things? All of the free things? Well, some of it should come from taxes, but the government should pay for it. But the government oh. is funded by taxes. Hold it. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 say it. Chris, oh. some of it should come from taxes, oh. but the government should pay for the rest. Oh, sweetheart, baby. What no. are you talking about? Um, government doesn't let, own let me, anything. Let me, what? The government does not owe Let me explain something anything. today. Let me explain something. Let's oh. say I get off the air today. Yes. Okay. And I roll over to Chick-fil-A. Okay. And I say, I'm going to get some chicken minis. Okay. Okay. But I'm also going to get a, a, a chicken bagel. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get that from Chick-fil-A. Yes. But uh, Chick-fil-A isn't where I'm going to get it. Where are you going to get it? What do you mean? I'm going to get the minis from Chick-fil-A. And while I'm there, I'm also going to get the chicken bagel. Yes. But that's not from Chick-fil-A. What? What do you mean? Then where are you going to get it from? I'm going to get it when I'm at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, so Chick-fil-A is going to give you a, uh, the, the bagel. Right, exactly. Yes. Yeah, but that's not from Chick-fil-A. Yes. Just the minis are from Chick-fil-A. No, they both are from Chick-fil-A. I don't think so. Yes. I don't think so. I think there's a restaurant within the restaurant. 
I think that's that sounds like an interesting an idea and stop talking. <laughs> but no, that doesn't work like that at all. Back that up like five seconds or so. Are you kidding me? Oh, you have no con- what? I honestly hope she's cute because that's what she has going on. That's for her. all she has. That's going what on. she has going on. You for her. honestly don't get this. So <laughs> I'm trying to stretch and give her the benefit and say. Does she mean a separate line item of this tax directly goes to fund this? I don't think so. I don't they think see so. government as this entity that is just self-funded somehow. Free like, money. You know, they well, I mean they do print money now that you say that. Okay, here we go. Us. Us, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Who in your mind should pay for all of the free things? All the free things? Well, some of it should come from taxes, but the government should pay for it. But the government is funded by taxes. Yeah. I don't know where the money would come from, but they can figure it out. Okay. <laughs> More taxes on the rich people. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, they can afford it. Okay, hold it right there a second. Now, I knew eventually it would get to this point. Yes. The first guy there goes, ah, they could figure it out. Mm-hmm. They can figure it out. Yes. Um, have they figured it out thus nope. far? No, so you're going to say, okay, just let them figure it out. Give me more time, more time, Doc. And you don't want involved in your government to that level. You don't have any answers. You're just knowingly that stupid, yet you're going to cast a vote. Yes. Okay, okay. And then eventually they get to, well, those rich people. The ignorance is, of course, that if you confiscated 100% of all income of all of those rich people, it still would not fund the government. That's impossible. If you've confiscated, if you said there is a 100% tax on all of the rich people, the top 1%, it would not fund the government. Can uh, I explain? Yes, please, because I feel like you are just talking out of your butt right now. Richest guy in the world. Who is he? Bezos. How much is he worth? I do not know, but he's worth gobs of money. It's about $150 billion. Ooh, with a B. Now, let's say you confiscate that. You okay. confiscate all. Now, that's net worth. Yes. That's not even just their income. No, that's the net worth. Because ne- your, your income would be a lot less. Yes. That's $150 billion. Yes. And you take the other guys, you throw on the Elon Musks in there. It's a couple billion here and there and a couple of others. You got Warren Buffett's probably at $40, 50000000000 billion yeah. right now. You've Bill got Gates. the Bill Gates is probably $60, 70000000000 billion, something the like that. from Apple? Yeah. The people I've mentioned right there are still not even at half a trillion. No. And those are the richest. No. Wow. 150, another 60 or whatever. Not even half a trillion. To get to a trillion, you need how many? You need, uh, uh, let me make sure I get this right, 999 billion. Billion. Okay, right, got, exactly. it, got it, got it. Plus one. Plus one, one yeah, billion. Yeah. Right, exactly. Hmm. So that's where you are. That's a lot. Yeah. And wow. our budget is four or five trillion dollars right now. Yes. We overspend. Yes. Um, a half a Billion, a half a trillion dollars right now, wow. roughly five hundred billion. Wow! Uh, during the first couple of years of the Obama administration, they pushed our overspending up to about a trillion and a half. Mm. Then he worked to lower those yearly deficits, and look at how much we've lowered them back to about what the deficits were under George H. W. Bush. But he lowered about five hundred billion. Yes, after ratcheting them up to a trillion and a half of overspending, our national debt. Is encroaching $21 trillion. Mm. And if you confiscate it again, every penny of the net worth, really, probably. Of all the people. But certainly their, their, their yearly income, you wouldn't even fund the government. Wow. So here we go. Here's good. Uh, for sure, man. Like 
they can afford it. Tax corporations, let's tax the 1% and find a way to support a living wage. The people with a good idea and a good reason to spend their tax money wouldn't mind actually paying more taxes. There are so many of these countries out there that are employing wait, wait, a lot more Wait, wait, did he say people, hold it. People don't mind paying more taxes? Is that what he said? I'm sorry, Doc Thompson. Is that, is that what he yes, said? Yes, that's what he said. Uh, did I miss something? Did I miss a memo or I a think, vote? I think we I did. I absolutely mind spending more taxes. Oh, Doc, yesterday, I was, I was driving in from church. I was thinking the good old days when I was in the military, mm -hmm. when I was deployed, when I paid zero taxes because I was deployed. And you don't pay taxes on your paycheck because you're deployed. I'm like, oh my gosh. You so know, recruiters actually, might want to lead with that. Yes. You know, they keep yes. marketing aim high and these no, inspirational no. flags. Lead with Tax. zero taxes when deployed. Yes. What do you think? Why do you think a lot of soldiers like, yeah, I'll stay another year. Don't worry about it. I'll stay another year. Lead with that. Yes. Yeah, I, I wish I missed a vote or something. And by the way, if I had Bezos money. Oh, yeah. I'm still I still am going to try to save every penny yes. I can. If I had enough money where I was slapping Bezos around. Okay. He was $150 billion. Yeah, Come here, boy. Shut fetch up. my lunch. <laughs> right? Yes. I would still want to save yes. every penny on taxes. Yes. I pick up pennies that are dirty, crust-covered, filthy pennies when I get out of my car at the gas station. I'm saving every damn penny. By the way, who in the right mind wants to give their money away to some body of government? Who in the right mind wants exactly. to do that? Exactly. I am generous and I will give away. Yes. But I don't trust we government will. because they don't do anything. Well, well they have a track sorry. record of not doing anything. Here we go. More taxes. There are so many of these countries out there that are employing a lot more socialism in their government and into their politics, and they're doing really well. So, uh, By the way, you know what? I'm, hang on a second. Let me pause. I'm making fun of these people, and I you really are. shouldn't be. No. Because they were not saying the things definitively. Oh, they I think weren't? they're all asking the interviewer because people will want to pay more on their taxes. Yeah, they have this. You know, cadence. they'll take in more money and so they'll pay it. I'm, I, I think they're saying, is this the right answer that you're looking for? I don't think they really believe this. <laughs> Do you think so? It sounds like they're just I, people will pay it. Who wouldn't want to pay more money? <laughs> these corporations and I whatever. Here we go. Ooh, I don't know too much about Venezuela, honey. I think they need to. I mean, are they still communists right now? So like, they're technically socialist. Okay, okay. Look at other countries, it works. Like other countries, you pay higher taxes, but your government takes care of you. So when you oh. see the Hold social it. system... So they want the government to take care of them. So they want the government to tell them please, what they can and can't do. Please tell me what government body out in the whole world has been successful by just taking more taxes and taking care of their people. Oh, well, uh, according to Joy Behar, um, all of those Nordic countries up there, <laughs> you know, Sweden, Sw Switzerland, Denmark, Finland, yeah. all of them up in that. Successfully. Up, absolutely. Until you actually know the facts yes. and realize that unemployment in some of those countries yes. are huge, that they pay those huge penalties I call taxes, and don't get the services that they think they get. And they want to lump all these together. So they may look at one of those Nordic countries and say, wow, they, um, they get free health care, and they don't realize their unemployment is through the roof. And they'll look at a different one and say, wow, their unemployment is low, but they don't get free health care. They want to lump them all together until you know the facts. They, all don't, they don't do that well. No. They absolutely don't. But what comes with that is also less freedom to say you get to buy the cell phone you want or you yeah. get to sleep with who you want or anything like that. And that little Starbucks coffee 
you know, in Venezuela it costs like ten billion dollars. You cannot get. By the way, did you hear about the whole t- Venezuela removing the zeros from its currency? Oh yeah. Is that what they want us to do? Or what about the Venezuela money that is not worth less than the paper is printed? Is Venezuela a Nordic country? Uh, no, no, little no. more. So when you see the social system failing in Venezuela, does that concern you? I mean, yeah. obviously. Yes. <laughs> My family's Cuban, and like I've seen the downfall of like extreme leftism. But also, like, I see how it, like, boosts the community and, like, it has its up and downs. And I think we can definitely learn hey, from Wait, it what the that. community? Hold it on. It boosted the community? To what? Right. I see the problems of the... I see it. But it boosted the community. Boosted them. What do you mean boost? Boost means up. You yes. just said the fall. So riots, that's the only thing that could boost the, uh, to rioting. On the- I know. They were all together in their suffering. That's really what she's saying. Yeah. How can you really? They so want the emotion of this that they are ignoring yes. the facts is what she's doing. A little bit more. Extreme leftism. But also, like, I see how it, like, boosts the community. Like, uh-huh. And, like, it has its up and downs. Like. And I think we can definitely learn from history okay. on that terms. Okay. Our country needs change. And if it has to be on the opposite side, on the extreme polar opposite side, maybe it's what we need. Privatized no health care is a huge issue. And if it was a government funded thing that is that be, Kevin from the office you know, when so. there aren't do you think the government would run it more efficiently in a perfect world sure I'm Hold on. You can't give him that. In a perfect world, in a perfect world, do we none of perfect- this stuff would happen. Yes. In a perfect world, we'd all be rich in little sheeps and candies and rainbows. And by the way, how's it work for those little babies in the UK? Uh, they're dead now. Okay, hold on. So obviously they're not the experts, but let's look at Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez herself. Okay. All right. Because they asked her how to pay for it. Okay. She okay. was interviewed and said, how do you okay. pay for socialism? This was on with that Trevor Noah guy. Ooh, the comedian. And he sets it up. So let's hear, yeah, the comedian. Let's hear how she would pay for it. Here we go. So uh, this, is an, this is an excellent, excellent question. And in fact, there's a lot of back of the envelope stuff based on our values. So for example, I sat down um, with a Nobel Prize economist last week. I can't believe I can say that. It's really weird. But, um, but one of the things that we saw is if people pay their fair short share, if corporations and the ultra wealthy, for example, as Warren Buffett likes to say, if he paid as much as his secretary paid, 15%, if he paid a 15% tax rate, if uh, corporations paid, uh, we if we reversed the, the tax bill but went, raised our, our corporate tax rate to 28%, which is not even as high as it was before. Hold on one second. We're going to have to pause and jump in there. Uh, number one, of course, she has no idea what she's talking no. about. Warren Buffett, I don't pay as much as my secretary. That's based on what's called capital gains yes. taxes. Now, if you want to change the capital gains taxes, then say what you're talking about. Yes. Don't use this talking point. Yes. Number two, capital gains are taxed differently for reasons. And finally, he pays more uh, of a share but less by percentage. Yes. So if you want a flat tax, I'm fine. I'm with you. If you want a fair tax, but that's not what she's talking about because she won't be able to manipulate it. Yes. Her real goal is to redistribute as she and others see fit. She doesn't want people to know the tax. And by the way, if you are looking at it uh, from a fair share, is that a percentage? Is that an amount? True. What is fair? Right. What is fair? That's subjective. Yes. Okay. Here we go. A little bit more. Um, If we... If we do those two things and also close some of those loopholes, that's $2 trillion right there. 
That's $2 trillion in 10 years. Okay, and, and by the way, the $2 trillion she's talking okay. about is based on income, Okay. right? Yes. Your income is based on how much you make. Yes. If you stimulate the economy in the wrong direction by saying we're going to raise the corporate taxes, so the corporations end up, the business end up slowing, and this has been proven over and over again, laugh or curve, all kinds of stuff, um, then you're not going to take in that $2 trillion. No. She obviously does not know history no. or economics. No. I, one of the wide estimates is that it's going to take three to four trillion dollars to transition us to a hundred percent renewable energy economy. So we got two trillion dollars from folks wait, wait, paying what? their fair share. <laughs> I thought we were talking about economics. We are. What's the renewable energy have to do with it? I have no idea, but that's about economics. No. She said it. No. No? She's just, no, it's just to talk. Okay, so she's crazy. Okay, so she doesn't <laughs> know how to pay for socialism either. Yeah, renewable energy, And doc. listen, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, I am willing to hear you out. Yes. If you do know how to pay for it and answer my question, so be it. But yes. so far, you haven't answered them. Now, if you are trying to make money, you're trying to pay for your bills, I know how you can pay for your bills. How, Doc Thompson? By signing up and getting your unique ID with Earthwater. Yes. And become a team member. Just go to theblaze.teamearthwater.com and you can be an Earthwater affiliate by joining the Earthwater affiliate program and you can make some side cash. 40% weekly commission with free shipping and handling handled by Amazon with no monthly minimum. In other words, anybody that you encourage to buy Earthwater and buy with a discount because you can say, hey, buy through me and it'll be cheaper, which it is, you will get a 40% weekly commission. That's incredible. (laughs) It doesn't take long before you're adding uh, adding up hundreds, maybe even thousands of dollars a month. So you need just a little extra cash? Mm. Couldn't use extra couple hundred dollars yeah. a month great pay yeah. that car payment right or your phone bill something like that maybe you get into thousands and you're paying your mortgage maybe you're getting into several thousands and you know what it's a full-time income just for sharing the the gospel of Earthwater. Yeah. you don't have to handle anything else no monthly minimum no startup costs none of that stuff just go to the blaze.teamearthwater.com the blaze.teamearthwater.com and sign up today you'll be so happy you did You're waking up to the morning blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Blaze Radio Network at theblaze.com slash radio. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All righty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the Morning Blaze. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned Sasquatch life... Damn it. Three, two... We learned Sasquatch lives matter. (laughs) Yes, We learned if your hashtag MeToo apology includes the phrase elevated women to top positions, you're doing it wrong. Yes, yes. That uh, could be misleading. Yes, yes. Finally, we learned that if you have a Loch Ness Monster Count Chocula bondage fetish, I'll still happily vote for you as long as you significantly shrink government, massively cut taxes, and balance the budget. You know what, Doc? Thank you for saying that. Thank you, sir, because um, you're right. 
Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did you learn today? You're so right that I, Chris Cruz, don't care if you like Big Four Erotica. Are you going to lower my taxes and let me keep more money? That's right. Stay out of my life. Leave it to Ruth Bader Ginsburg to inspire Doc and the nation. She did. So inspirational today. And New Hampshire. New Hampshire. If you're calling racism by being racist... You're doing it You're wrong, doing it wrong yes, right? Yes. What, if anything, did the listeners learn today? The C42 saying Harambe is my sexy Bigfoot. He's <laughs> your what? Sexy Bigfoot. <laughs> Not a real doctor saying 127 imaginary genders, totally legit. 127 imaginary regen- genders, totally, totally legit. legit. Okay, gotcha. Uh, TMB Drake saying we now have the P for pedophile. However, psychopath will also work. Uh, quilt. Uh, where's the P from? Where's the quilt? I don't know. It's quilt bag. I know. That's what I'm not saying. Not quilt bag. No, it's not quilt bag. It's like cool whip. Cool whip. Why yeah. are you putting so much emphasis on a P that doesn't exist? <laughs> hey, I didn't get the new numbers on procrastination. That's on me, though. Can I just do them tomorrow? Yes, you we'll can. We'll just get to them tomorrow. Yes. What else do we have coming up Building America in a new movie that you should go see. All right. What is Glenda got coming up? I have up? no idea. It's Monday. What so. is he wearing? A bib. Hmm. All right, remember the Morning Blaze is today a Chris Cruz production. Six Semper Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever, Wherever you are. are. Anya, now you go home. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.